the particle but sun. You need to do sun. other things and stuff to build. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you I mean, you. No, we're I here, don't know man. what to tell we're, you. We're, we're here, man. We're, we're here in the now. We're yeah. not, that was then. That, this is now. Like I said, I have a whole no. I have a whole learning process that I learned from that situation. Yeah. And I know you are a different individual from them. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not gonna fry you with their oil. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So my thing is. Well, you know what? It's it's it's, it's funny because. I was always a person from the from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. and and saying and ha- and having these thoughts, but knowing that I wasn't in a position to say to myself, you know what, having these thoughts, let me let me approach you in in this angle because after I approach you in this angle, mm-hmm. I'm approaching with with the fact that hey, listen, I know you need somebody serious to partner up with to have these ideas absolutely and run these ideas through you understand absolutely so within this within that same token or that same line of thinking that's how i i i approach when i got this idea i approach this idea just simply from knowing how okay you've done you know uh you you've done a several uh you know a, a few attempts mm. at running your own business mm. you understand i've seen what the, the effort that you've put forward mm. to making these things successful right mm. and even in regards to the even regards to the podcast you know what i mean mm. it's this whole thing it, it, it sprung about of just not only me and you having the conversations that we have mm-hmm. but the fact that i know that you've already approached this this podcast situation you mm. understand and not not even we're trying to figure out why it's why it's why it's stopped mm-hmm or why it hasn't con- continued on because I know within within certain aspects both of you both of you who were doing a previous show mm-hmm. had things that that came up yeah. that put things Factors, into yeah. a pause yeah. right right and whether to not it would have started up again to me was neither here or there right to me I had this idea saying to myself well listen I have an idea for a podcast. Me and you have a good rapport. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's maybe not something that you may have thought of, thought about, but I've thought about it. So mm-hmm. let me kick it to you. And if it's something right. that as it has interest to you, mm-hmm. then half the battle for me is already won because you already have the perspective and the know how from doing previous right. episodes. You understand? So that the half of, you know what I mean, part of that is already eliminated from the equation. I already right. know that you 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 have an idea of a format and setup. It's just basically now me coming to you and approaching you with my ideas as far as what a pod, what, what kind of podcast I see me and you doing. Right. And then you type you know, you thinking it in your head, seeing how it would work. And then we just rolling from from there. That this is basically how Particle Sons started. started, pretty much. And this is how I I look towards you as how I get these other ideas. You know, I look at people who are business minded, and there's other people who I have in mind mm-hmm. who can kind of can can kind of j- jump in. But I'm always I'm always of belief of I besides me, I just need one more serious person. Mm-hmm. Who gets that idea, and then where I, you know, where I'm short of short on a slack, that other person can kind of pick up, or where that other person's short on a slack, I can kind of pick Fair. up. That's it. And between the two of 
us, we can set that foundation where it's it where the foundation's there, and then anybody we include after that can only build upon that, exactly. but we'll never ever tear down what's already there. You're right. You you, you kind of get me. Yeah. You understand? So that's why you know what I mean. That's why I, I, the idea I I had in my mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. I I put it out there to other people. Mm-hmm. But with them putting that out there to other people, I understand certain people might not be in this situation to kind of approach it mm. the way it needs to be approached, or certain people might not have the mindset to approach. I think it's it the where mindset. It needs to be it's absolutely I, me. I feel like it's the mindset because that, that's just me. Me yeah. personally, I just feel like it's the mindset because this is your first time approaching me. Yeah. With this. Yeah. And I seen visions. I seen breakdown. I seen so many other. In between to and fro of how this thing could work and stuff, whatever, from your side yeah. and from your vision and then my vision and stuff, whatever, right? Right, right. And then I seen that from all that. Yeah. To another person, you probably pitched something this, you probably pitched the same thing to them. Yeah. And they look like, mm, wait a minute. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's on their ambition. And there's nothing wrong with that and stuff. But my thing and stuff is that. Going back to your foundation thing and stuff, whatever, you can't build with their foundation and stuff, whatever, something like that. Yeah, okay. They can okay. add on. They can add they can, on, yes. They can water the plant. They can water the tree and all that type of stuff and make the leaves even pop more. For sure. But at the end of the day, the root stuff, whatever, like, no, you need people and stuff, whatever, that can see the vision, is willing to, to do the whole fix the grass, sow the seed, all that type of stuff, whatever, from the jump. Yeah. And know for a fact that a tree does not grow in one month. Right, 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 right. Well, I mean, but I, the the reason why I say that is it, it might also be not only that, not only see the vision, but in you know a position in life is because some people may, some people may see the vision, but mm-hmm. see it to the point where they they realize it might take a certain resources mm-hmm. there that they're they're not. In their stage of life to put forth, right. you understand whether it's time, whether it's finance, finance yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. They can see it, but you know what I mean. From that standpoint, they're not they're not able to contribute. True, you understand. So fair, so fair. The, so but, they'll, I mean, they'll hear the idea and they'll say, okay, yeah, it's it it's cool. But they kind of you know what I mean, and and not necessarily put it on a back burner because they want to put it on a back burner, but put it on the back burner because. At this point in time, for them, other and, stuff, yeah, other stuff is, is, is important. Yeah. Is, 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 is which is, which, which yeah. is fine. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt and stuff that whatever. But my thing is this. Okay, fuck it. You mentioned this. Say you would have mentioned this to me and stuff. Where we're in November. You mentioned this to me in September and everything. Like whatever. September isn't the time and stuff for the, for me because you mentioned it when I had like I gotta pay child support or whatever the hell. Yes. All this type of stuff. Whatever. Right? Yes. Yes. But come October and stuff, whatever, it's up to the individual to try and sort themselves out to say like, yo, I don't want a good thing like this past me. Because right. that's what I'm saying. And my, that, that's my thing and stuff. Whatever. I'm like, yo, I'll get back to you. So if you pitch it to me in September, be like, yo, are you still thinking about that thing? Yeah, yeah. And be like, if you are and stuff, whatever, like, yo, don't leave me out. Right. I'm just trying to sort my shit out right. enough to at least contribute to like this or at least to invest into this. And that's what I'm saying. That... Therefore, you know, I'm there and stuff for that. But yeah. if you give it to me in two months, I say not a not cricket's chirp, whatever, yeah. then you know yeah. the level of my seriousness. Well, here, but the, okay, so now, okay, so here's why, I, here's what I say to that. This is the reason why 
I put it out there. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Right. So you know that. So you know that seed. That seed has been planted. Right. Do you understand? Whether you can, whether you can act upon it now, or yeah, or, or within a timely can, matter. You whether you can act upon it within a timely matter, or whether you not you whether you don't want to act upon it at all. But you put the seed there. I put this. I put the seed there. Yeah. You understand? And now when I put the seed out there. I'm putting the seat out there with the intentions of me already, already doing this, mm-hmm. or already imagining myself doing this, right? With or without that with seat, without, I gave yeah. you. You understand? Right. Keeping in mind that not only did I, I'm giving you you the seat, but anybody who's serious minded, I'm giving that seat too. Right. You understand? With the thought that. It's only going to take me and another person to see this vision. Right. Once me and this other person sees this vision, we're off to the races with it. Pretty much. Do you understand? Pretty much. But I'm making sure that other person who I see with it is going to be able to bring me to that solid foundation that I need. Because once I'm at that solid foundation that I need, now I can go back and revisit the other person who I spoke to and say, listen, yo... Remember what I told you about uh, three months ago and four months ago? That you weren't sure that you could get in on about if this is that and a third, if there was a concern with you. I had all that too. Smooth, you know what? Smooth. I, smooth, I had all that. It's here control. now. It's here now. So if you're still ifing and butting about it, it's at a level where now it's a little bit more secure. If you want to jump in now, you have a little bit less risk of jumping in now because that lo- that groundwork has already been laid, laid out. I, I, I know. I it's know, done. I know. You know how many people I had throw money and stuff for tours get nasty every after we got past the beginning thing? Yeah. I heard I heard you guys are freaking you're freaking nasty and <laughs> you know, like, who the fuck wants to look at porn all day. I I heard I heard all of it. You heard it. And then I heard those same people coming back. Yeah. Yo, you know so yo, like yo, can I invest into it and stuff, whatever? I'm like, yo, oh, so you guys are now corporation now, whatever. Like, yo, there's shares and everything and stuff for I'm yeah. like Every time it happens, I had them say Mike Jones line in my back in my head. Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. It, it always pops up. Yeah. Same thing with the game Tory thing. When the game Tory thing was stuff was going to and fro, they're like, yo, because you have time to just play video games all day and everything like what? I heard all the negative comments. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm telling them like, yo, this Saturday I gotta do this tournament. I gotta do this tournament here. I gotta go drive here and stuff, whatever. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm just giving up prize but, money for the first, yo, second, and third, and then I'm we we raking in the rest of the money to ourselves. But, then that's when people start to like, yo, if you broke it down to me, how listen, that was gonna man, be? Listen, man, and and this is the this is the thing I love about you because when you're doing through all these things, I I believe me, I seen it. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. But the same thing when I'm talking about when when. Sometimes you're not in a position to say to yourself, yo, I see where dude is going and I can and I can jump in and I can be a benefit. When we when you were doing all of that stuff, mm-hmm. I was no I was in no position to be a benefit, to jump in and say at least and not even to say not even looking not even looking at it to the standpoint where I can gain something from it, mm-hmm. but looking at it from a standpoint where I can just even be a benefit to it mm-hmm. and not have to worry about my position in life or anything like that. Right. You understand? So that's why I never really even just, I see what she's doing is the majority of things that I was doing. Yes. You know what? I can help promote. I can help do encouragement. This not, I mean, that's as far as I can do without extending myself. You understand? Mm-hmm. But it's always in my mind is saying to myself, yo, you're doing your thing. 
I can see the I can see the grind. So whenever I always I always I always so that's what I'm saying. Whenever I'm I'm in a position to be to be to be at that point, now Mm -hmm. I'm saying, well, where do I look at? Oh shit. You know, Marv is a good person to hurt up because I I I I can see, I seen where that grind is. My I resume is there, man. The resume is there. The you resume understand? Is there. Everybody else, uh, Swift is another person. Like I say, I see yeah. the the resume is there. You know what I mean? There's 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 certain resumes where you can see where you you know what I mean. If you can jump in, and even if they're not 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 jumping in right away, you can say, yo, at some point where it makes sense for them to jump in, you know, it's gonna they're gonna jump in, and when they jump in, they they jump in full heartedly because right. they know the program, what the program is, and what it's all about, man. You understand? So, and that's all I've been saying, though. I've been recording for the last 12 and 45 minutes. So, if you want to introduce the show, you (laughs) want to come in six (laughs) minutes, just come in six (laughs) inches from the mic. Whether we keep this beginning or not, it doesn't matter. But it's just me and you vibing out. I thought it'd be just be fun. It's all good. Just the record button and just let us just vibe out. But, yo, it's all about the We're here, man. Let's get. It, introduce the show. Yo, let's introduce the show. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone in the world because neither one of us don't have any law degrees. I'm marvelous, and I'm not your average Joseph. And we are particle sons. Let's continue with the damn show. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. Listen, I listen. I was, uh, I'm, you know, I'm setting up. I'm getting our levels queued. I'm, you know, getting everything set, and we're having a good conversation. Who knows where this made? Who knows where this will ever make sense? But we're talking, we're vibing out, we're recording. It'll, it'll so make just, sense. It'll make sense to the, to, the, to sense. the true listeners. It'll make to sense to the day ones. You'll understand. You'll see the vision and stuff. Whatever. You're like, oh, you remember this episode? Be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that. And about you, you'll, that. you'll point back to this episode and you say, <clears throat> this is where it all started. This is where the particle stuns have <clears throat> continued and expanded that journey that they started. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me, man. Yeah. So I mean, with that being said, I would like to apologize. We had a week go by but you know your boy was going at it hard with the battle of the beat makers right, right that was a serious serious event we had judges ill mind just blaze and manny fresh coming out to the show and fresh and with, with that being said uh, 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 again speaking on what we were just talking about mm-hmm. earlier a bit about all what I want to tell you about that, but I can't tell you on the show. But that's like that's an off mic conversation. We'll have, that's cool. That's we'll cool. Yeah, it's yeah, an yeah, off mic yeah, conversation. Cool. We'll have, but we'll have that. I mean, shout out to Manny Fresh again, Ill Mind, and Just Blaze coming out to show. Super shout out to the winner, Lucy Clubhouse. Yeah, the third female to win the Battle of the Beatmakers, and the youngest at fourteen. Yeah, I know. She, I'm looking like this youngin got a little heat. So again, if you if, if you're uh, if you're fresh to the Particle Sons webcast, you don't know what I do on the side thing. I also do the Battle of the Beatmakers, which is a uh, competition for beatmakers around the world. We give voices to the beatmakers who are behind the scenes, mm-hmm. giving them an an upfront exposure and a, a chance to 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 be heard. You understand? So it's almost um uh, it's the 13 years running. We're we're coming up close 2020, which should be our 15 year anniversary. So we're really 
pushing to get stuff big happening towards then. Mm-hmm. And this 2018 was really good, Marv. Yeah. Um, uh, it's so good that uh, it kept me busy that we didn't get to squeeze in an episode. So we're, we're sorry about that. But we nevertheless, we got an exciting show in front of us. So we're gonna, but if you're hearing this, it's too late. It's 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 it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's too late. So get shout out to Lucy Clubhouse. Go check her out on IG. Uh, you know she don't got too much on her, her IG page though. Not too much. I was about to say because I'm about to say like after I seen everything that so I'm looking at, I'm like yo, I'm like mm, baby girl. But I guess she probably just kind of keep them quiet heat keep, to herself. Keep it, keeping it quiet and you know and and this is the thing with um. With now being concerned about but putting forth a brand, you want to make sure everything is 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 proper, is popping across all platforms. You don't want to misrepresent yourself. But so I, my question to you and stuff is that like, would it be better and stuff for the, for a person to at least put out they, they not even they their A shit, but their B shit. So let's say for example and stuff whatever, you know your A and stuff is your top line fire like. Even Jesus will part the clouds and stuff and come down and say, yes. this song right here yes. is that. Yes. But even your B stuff, whatever, like, is it that bad? Like, in the, I want to say in the digital age that we live in that you don't want to put the B you, stuff out there? You know what? I don't think it's even, I don't even think it's that bad as much as the nature of competition. Right. I think we're in the, we're in the age of... You know, you're putting if, if you're going into a beat battle mm. or any type of comp- uh, competition, right? For that matter, before the dawn of internet, you always try to find out as much as you possibly can about your opponent, right? Right. So think about it now with the dawn of the internet. You understand? If I'm in a beat battle and I know you shoot, I'm going up to, against certain this mm. and person. I'm probably trying to research of what they have in their arsenal. Right. You know what I mean? What kind of beats they make? What, what are they coming with? What kind of style they're doing this, yeah. that, and the third? So, you know, in a sense like that, you know, pulling back your beats from off the internet may be, you know, maybe a good thing. A more beneficial you, type you, of thing. You know what I mean? Puts you at a more competitive advantage. So I'm always looking at things from that perspective. So what about like a, I want to say Eminem from 8 Mile perspective, like when you put out all of that type of stuff about you and everything, and then people still love you and rock with you and everything. Yeah. So, like, let's say, for example, you have Lucy, mm-hmm. who just had, like, maybe, like, two or three posts on her, her IG, whatever, right? Yeah. A little something small and stuff like that. Yeah. And they have, like, little snags and little two snaps and snares. Right? Yeah. And then, like, you might have another situation where you have another person and stuff that put out their B shit. Right, and they put out like like thirty samples and stuff out there, whatever. Where do you think has the advantage and stuff over the the two samples or the thirty samples? It's not quantity always. It's you know quality is always good over quantity. Yeah, but I mean if you have the quantity and stuff, whatever. A lot of times people overlook the quality. And 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 again, it's that it's it all depends on the audience you're. You're going for, right? Mm-hmm. So think about it. If you have... If you if you post 10 beats mm-hmm. and only out of the 10 beats, four of them are fire. Right. Right? Right. The other six is, eh, 
You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe, th- maybe three out of the other six is there, and th- three out of the, uh, the other six is just straight garbage. Right. Then really, you only have f- maybe four beats with the potential of somebody saying, yo, I'm going to repost this because this is really good, mm-hmm. and I need to make people know about it. Right? Right. But you have potential of the other six beats people posting as... Oh, uh, this was just straight garbage. Or, eh, this is our uh, mediocre. Eh, nothing positive right. about the other six beats, right? Mm. Whereas, if you know you posted just four beats that you believe is straight fire, right? But out of the four beats, maybe three beats people believe is the straight fire, yeah. then you have the potential of three beats being posted as, yo, this thing is straight fire. And only one beat promoted as being this is garbage as opposed to six beats being posed as I get what you're saying this is gar-. so the quality well, might me, not me, always no. work in your meanwhile favor. you're saying this stuff for the, I, it kind of paints a vision for the whole good music formula that they ran with this past summer yeah like with the just the seven songs the seven songs cause with the seven songs and stuff whatever like let me say this pertaining to the pusher pertaining to the Nas and pertaining to the Tiana Taylor and stuff, whatever, like to those and stuff, whatever. It was kind of hard to say the album was not proper because it's probably like two two songs. Yeah, yeah. Out of the seven, and she's like, eh. But then you have the other five that say, yo, five out of seven, five out of two, dun dun dun. This album is just fire. This album's fire, all of a sudden, right? So, yeah. But you, and, and that's, I guess, the thing that you really got to look at. It's, it's got to be a, a, a balance, I think, a fine balance. Because if you're putting out... Like a Drake, double disc album. Right. You run the risk of, of of putting stuff on there that may not be as fire as you think they may be. But you're only putting... I didn't, I didn't put, you, you're only like, putting them on there because you want to fill the space, right? Pretty much. Whereas, if you limit yourself to, like, say, seven records, then you, you, you say to yourself, well, I know for sure, 12 of these records is fire. But I really now got to decide out of the 12 records that are fire, which seven is the most, most fire. fire. Right. And and in and, and, and doing that now, you increase, I think, your odds of success. Of, of success. Whereas the, maybe yeah. the more it might be. I don't know. I mean, just a perspective that I, I mean, look at it. No, I mean, that's what we're here for. Right? Like, it's different, different points of view, different POVs. And I mean... You're right though. When when you look at it like that, that's, I I see it now. If you didn't break it down to me like that, whatever, I yeah. didn't really see it like that before. But now I see the vision. And I understand it. Yeah. So, cause I was like, why, like, hitting them like, but you want to get your point across, or you want at least to be known and stuff, whatever, right? But then again, when you say it like that, it's kind of like you have all your trump cards still in your sleeve compared to that person and stuff that only has two trump cards, and you have a full deck of trump cards. Yeah. Up your sleeve. Yeah. So, shout out again to Lucy. Shout out to Lucy, man. Big up yourself. 2018 Battle of the Beat Makers Champion. Again, it was a success. If you want to catch some of the footage, you can go to YouTube and look at the uh, Sound Supremacy website. Or sorry, the, the Sound Supremacy link, Battle of the Beat Makers 
uh, if you type in that, I'm pretty sure anything will pop up and then you can just check the competition out from that. With that being said, all right, so what do we got on the dot, Marv? We got, we got a few things. We got a few things, but hold on. Let's still dance with this music thing. I got, oh. I got a good question for you. Yes. How does a new musician make money now? You know, because mu musicians are doing more than just music and stuff, whatever, now, right? Yeah. But those are the ones that are established. Yes. But then you have this thing and stuff, whatever. I don't know if you heard, like SoundCloud now. SoundCloud now is starting to do a deal where they'll pay these unsigned hype for the unsigned artists. Right. A little percentage and stuff of their listens and everything and stuff, whatever, right? They're probably just breaking them off like a little, a few cents or maybe like a few bucks and stuff whatever, off of it when they were getting nothing before. Right. right. It's kind of right. like they'll upload something. They won't get no hits and stuff, whatever now. But how do you, since you're in that music world, how does a musician today make money now? Well, I... Is SoundCloud your only option? Well, from the standpoint of the um, the independent musician and the, the independent artist... Yeah. Um, it's it's way more easier now than it was uh, prior before when you needed a label to get on. Right. Um, with that being with that being said, it's I I think it's harder to be get harder to get paid for the same amount of work that you would have if it was just the traditional CD. Uh, before CD, uh, cassette, be, be, before cassette, vinyl. Right. You understand those, okay. those physical mediums where people actually had to go out and buy. Right. For each one of those physical mediums sold, you as an artist, you got a certain percent of. Right. Yeah. Now. Cause that comes back to you, and if I'm not mistaken, to the royalty aspect, though, right? Comes back to you through the the royalty aspect, right? Right. Now, with that being said, it, at that point in time, for you to be able to produce CDs, tapes, and uh, records, you had to be signed with a major re a record label. You had to have a major record label deal. There was no way. And independent, not sorry, I don't mean no way independent, but as an independent, you would have had to have lots of money mm -hmm. to be able to play that game, to be able to print CDs, records, and tapes for to 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 be in able to be consumption of uh or be able to be distributed. Let's say that you understand, right? And then you would have to have. But tons. that's on a main level, though. This is what. Hold okay. on. And then you would have to have the marketing money to support that. You understand? Right. So that's why in my day coming up, we didn't see that much independence because it took a lot of money. Right. Whereas if you were an artist, you would sign to a major label because the major label had the resources to do those sort of things. Right. Right? With that being said, now, the major label would give you, let's say, an advance to do your album, for you to make your album. $250,000, let us say, to make an album. So with that $250,000, you go and find songwriters, you go and find producers, you go and find the studio. But you got to shoot video and everything from so that may, too? Maybe even shoot video. It might be a part of that budget. Maybe not. You, oh, may, yeah, you may have okay. a separate budget for that, depending on, on, the, on the record depending on your record deal. Because this is the age of the record deal, mm -hmm. right? So right. You, you're signing these things, right? So mm -hmm. depending on how your record deal is shaped. But 
out of that record deal that you get, you get an advancement to create the record to bring to the label to in order for the label to now sell and distribute, mm -hmm. right? So with that being said, two hundred and fifty thousand has been spent as the creation. You may may have spent maybe two hundred out of that on the actual record itself, and the fifty thousand you got to floss a little bit, but you still owe the two hundred and fifty thousand, right? Mm -hmm. Now you recoup that. In the recoupment stage, you are getting a percentage of your work, whether that be um, maybe a 2.5%, 5%, 2.5%. That is a percentage of the record sale itself. The record sale being if, you sold, if your record is maybe $10, $10, right? You're getting 0.25 from that $10. Quarter? Quarter, right? So, that 0.25 mm -hmm. of the $10 right. that, you, that, you, that you're getting from the album sale, you don't get that right away. That goes into your recoupment because you still got to pay back the $250,000 that Yikes. you borrowed. Yikes. To get to, to get to the point of the record sale, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, this, is, this is the long breakdown, but we're break, um, I got to break it down, for, break us it down. for us to understand what's happening. You understand? Yeah. So you got to recoup that 250000 from that 2.5% of that $10 of each album that you sold, right? Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of these artists back in the day signed three to four album deals. You understand? Mm -hmm. Okay. So the recoupment now, thing is kind of a lot more. That, now, the re that recoupment deal, if you're, in, if you're an artist like a Beyonce... You you might recoup that because you may sell you know hundreds of thousands of records. Yeah, double, triple, platinum. Triple platinum. Like right. So you 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 you've recouped that. Not only have you recouped that now that two point five percent now that's money in your pocket because mm -hmm. you've already paid that off that loan. You paid it back. You yeah. paid that loan back. You understand? So now that's you going forward. You understand? You're you're living off of the your your, your proceeds at that point. Mm -hmm. You understand? But let's face it, not everybody's a Beyonce. So, out of that two hundred and fifty thousand, you may have only recouped back a hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. So you're still owing a hundred thousand. Right. Right. But you signed a four-album record deal. So now it's time for your next album, right? Mm. They give you another another two hundred and fifty thousand dollar advance. But it's not really a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar advance. Because you owe a hundred thousand from the last album, right? So that two hundred thousand dollars that they gave you is on top of that a hundred thousand. So now you owe three hundred and fifty thousand. So you, on your second album, you're looking to recoup not only the two hundred and fifty thousand that you made that you you took in advance for this album, but the hundred thousand that you still have left owing from the first album. Jeez, you understand? So. As somebody who signed to the label, if you're not a mega star, you may you're mega have, fucked. You may end up owing. You're mega fucked. Yes, you you make you mega up the ass with a glass diddle, right? Yeah, pretty much. This no lubrication, is, man. This is it. See, so, I'm gl I'm glad the breakdown of stuff is coming down because even to a person like me who's not in the industry and stuff, whatever, right? 
me, I just see it and stuff. I'm like, I kind of know that they owe the money, but I didn't know like how. Cause remember, this is pertaining to like if a deal would have went like how you're saying, but there's even worse deals than that. So as an independent, you stood better, right? But your promotion will be lacking. But everything else is lacking because you don't have the type of money that it takes to compete with majors, mm-hmm. right? Now, I say that to say this. All that has changed with the advent of streaming mm-hmm. and with the advent of Apple, the advent of Spotify, the advent of SoundCloud, mm-hmm. because now you do not need a major to give you the and not, and not only with not only with saying that with but the advent of technology has taken the studios where you have to go spend hundreds of thousands of dollars with to go make your studio recordings have now shrunk to bedroom studios where you only pay hundreds of dollars with right. to create your 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 final product with so from a standpoint it's it's no longer expensive for the independent artist to create the music for one mm-hmm. right and not only is it no longer expensive for the the individual artist to create the music one, but two, now the promotion of the said music, you don't really need the machine behind you to promote that. All you really need is your handy gift of social media or somebody who knows how to work social media for you to direct the people who you would traditionally need the majors to direct to your music. No, no, you just need a social media platform to direct people to your, your SoundCloud. Well, you only got those people. And stuff. I see them all the time on the on the gram, whatever. Well, with wait, the, go ahead. But hold on. But with that being said, mm-hmm. right now, that two point five that you were getting with the record labels, Does it right? Increase? Social media only wants to give you zero 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 point zero 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 two five. So with the record labels, we're selling a hundred thousand records. Where would have netted you more profit that you would if in turn probably would have had to just had to give forth back to the record labels to recoup Mm -hmm. that same hundred thousand impressions or streams. It's not getting you nowhere near that money you would have made because the streaming game has made recuperation or has has made money in your pockets that 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 much less. So you actually now have to do that much more marketing in in terms of getting the numbers to justify. I feel like that would be a but I to me if I'm going to choose between the two. Yes. I feel like the streaming aspect whatever. Yes. If you're willing to put the footwork in back to the grind, it works you can for you. you can win. It works for you. It you de- can win. it most definitely works for you because nobody's taking a piece of pie that you've created. You right. Understand? And all you have to do is say like, yo, once you got your streams or your your analytics up, yeah, your numbers and stuff at a decent level, yeah, and you go to set club venue, be like, yo, these are my numbers as if I do on a reg, what's happening? I want to come here, do a little one-two songs, and make this money. But 
as much as we got hip to the game as independent artists, mm-hmm. majors got hip to the game. You understand? Well, yeah, they're not sleeping. So, so majors, you're, you're, the main step is to be at least two steps ahead of them. Two steps ahead of them. You right. understand? But you, we got to understand that you're you're playing with the majors. So even with your two steps ahead, it's always the resources and the money back in the resources. You understand? So if you look at now, for instance, Spotify. At one point, a lot of the majors had shares in Spotify. Yeah. Because they understood where that was going. So with being with having shares in Spotify, you 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 can you can almost dictate the market or whatever whatever foot hold you have in the market becomes that much more important mm. so now you now you re-establish yourself as a player in that market so now people are thinking shoot i blew up big as an independent but i can get so much further now if i partner up with these these majors mm-hmm. now with that being said your position is that much better because you've already established yourself as an artist whereas Prior, you know, I mean, years before when we were talking about and, you know, record labels came out and they made stars. They didn't look for stars. They said, this person has a potential to be a star. I'm going to go in. I'm going to do the A&R and develop this person into the stars. Right. That Nowadays, that whole A&R development aspect has been removed. You as an artist, have you're responsible for that. You got to make yourself that potential star where the artist looks at, okay, out of a... a they're no longer looking for the diamond in the rough. Yeah. They're looking for the diamonds to, to just now pull and say, I'm going to make money with this diamond. Mm. The rough part you've already taken care of. Yeah, I get you. I, I understand it better now. I see it. That was like the, uh, the to get to your good. I kind of felt like I had to give you that background of where we're coming from. But no, it, it, I mean, for I you need to kind of get that understanding of but, where. But it even is the listeners now. and stuff, even the yeah. listeners probably don't know yeah, and stuff, yeah, whatever, yeah. right? It might be a percentage that know and percentage that don't know and stuff for them. And it's kind of like now, me, I feel like you gotta respect both artists and stuff, whatever. Yeah, like the I guess the streamer and then the record, the record deal, dude. But you gotta you gotta know for a fact that you're gonna feel sorry for one more than the other. Well, and 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 because a lot of people might be un, might be wondering why are people in this day and age still signing with majors? Well, they're signing with majors because they don't want to be involved with the groundwork of doing that groundwork of you know what I mean being on social media. Then that you know what I mean the majors have a strong team. They they pay people, to, they pay people uh, an enormous fee to do that sort of shit. Well, yeah, because they they pay like record um, radio stations and stuff to play the tracks. Well, and all you that think type about it as an independent, you have to you have to have the resources because they have now moved into that game. So you have to have the resources to compete with them. Yeah. Sometimes you do it. Sometimes you don't. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you, it's it's organic for you. Sometimes it's not organic for you, and you have to really get behind it. You have to really make that push. The so. world works on not what you know, but who you know. Oh, there you go. Six degrees of separation, right? Yeah. Sometimes even less. Uh, yeah, valid. Very valid. Sometimes even less. All right, let's all right, go. What right, we got? All right, all right. You know, you know, my condolences, our condolences from the particle sons to the Thousand Oaks people. Yes. Those victims and stuff, and then the families that has been affected. Um, you know, we talked about the synagogue shooting. 
and the shootings and stuff, whatever, and just America alone, but even the worldwide and stuff, whatever, these mass shootings, yeah. they're getting out of hand. Should we start being jaded to the shootings that we see in the media? Like, I feel like these things are help desensitizing us to a level where if it happens, we're like, oh, another one. Yeah. Palette style. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, I mean, should we still really be compassionate? Because, I mean, if we came to a point where, remember, like, a few years ago, it was pray for Palette, um, Paris. You know, we're going to pray for Paris. We're going to pray for London, whatever. All our prayers ain't really stopping this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, should we start feeling jaded to this thing now, whatever? Or should, what do you think is the solution to this? I, I, I go back to a Chris Rock joke and stuff, whatever, because I always use it as a reference. Like, in, I think it was a bigger and blacker. Yeah. When he said they need to make bullets and stuff that are way more expensive. And they made a bullet and stuff like $300 and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Motherfucker would think twice, because you look and pull the gun out and stuff. He's like, I would shoot you. But it ain't payday yet. And I I think f- with with me, I, what it boils down is um, overall e- exposure. I mean, and there's something to exposure. say with... There's something to say with too much exposure to what's happening, but... Oh, it kind of kills... It numbs y- us. Yeah. Uh, if, if, yeah if, you know what I mean? So it'll numb us. Too much exposure will... will, will runs the risk... Of numbing us, but then without the exposure, it almost it it doesn't give to the awareness. And I think without the the awareness, it's hard to change things. Like it has the it, we we literally I think has and it's, it's sad because we should have already come to the point where we say enough is enough. We've right. seen enough of it. Right. You understand? But we're a society where if it's not in our face tomorrow, we only remember it today. True. You understand? And then we're on to the next, especially with so much information that's being fed to us nowadays. It's so hard to keep up with what's with what's happening now because as soon as we're, we're focusing on what's happening now, something else happens. Yeah. So... So our attention spans are going to shit. It's though. going to shit. So we, we, I think stuff like this, we got to kind of keep it in the awareness to the point where it just gets to the point where it's just too much in the awareness and we're tired of it. And, and these laws that we keep speaking about, these things that we keep saying that we're, we're trying to do, we actually just get fed, of, of, fed up of saying it and actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Because until we actually do it, Nothing's gonna change. Yeah. Yeah. You understand, and that um, it's uh, it's it's sad to say, you know, we we don't want to see it, but think about it. Until this shooting that we've actually brought up and mentioned, I mean, how much of our listeners remember the last shooting? Yeah, that's fucked up. You're right. Cause I before the synagogue thing. I got to put in thought just to even know for a fact like which one came up before that. But it's human right? nature. We have, we were bombarded with so much of our own personal problems are things that we try to resolve, right? Right. Much less the th- the things that happen day to day outside of what we're thinking. Do you even remember what happened last week? 
Add a piece of toast. Add a piece of toast. Add a piece of toast. Jelly and jam, man. You yeah. the man. You you yeah, you, yeah, done, mean, you thought you thinking how damn this jelly tastes good. This toast tastes good. It was phenomenal, oh. man. All oh, is good with the world. It was phenomenal to me. To the wife, it was too sweet. She said to fuck around and gave her a cavity messing with it, but it was banging. So and 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 that's it. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean we we can bring these topics up as much as we want to, and as long as. Something else happens tomorrow. The focus shifts upon it, shifts from it. Mm-hmm. You know, until we, unless we say, look, look, enough is enough. And I'm tired of hearing people saying enough is enough and not acting on, upon it because it seems like every every incident that happens is enough is enough incident. But then something else happens right after it. Yeah, like I'm saying, I feel like the rhetoric and stuff, whatever, like the talk and stuff is there, but. I don't know if it's the copycat syndrome coming up and they feel like, yo, th- this is how you make a point across and everything like that because me, I'm still trying to digest like the whole, like the Dylan Roof situation with the people in the church. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they were just minding their business in a pr- place of worship. But I feel like, I don't know. I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling mixed and stuff about a situation and stuff whatever because I feel like these dudes and stuff whatever doing the shooting and stuff like there the guy in the grocery store who killed the two black people I feel like they they do these things and stuff when they know people ain't, ain't really packing nothing whatever you know like, right, or, or right. Some, some coward type shit yeah cause I'm pretty sure like they won't walk up in Chirac like that L- listen I think this this topic came up in one of my Facebook feeds maybe a uh, a week or two ago, mm. and my post was this: when you catch the person who has done this horrific crime, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear nothing about no jail time. I don't want to hear nothing about no due process in court. Execution? There's no, there, there is guilty as sin. There's nothing that you can say. There's no need for court. Mm-hmm. What I need to see, because we know stuff like this, this you know, some, somebody sees it, somebody thinks about it, what happened, the, what, what was the consequences, what, what what was the outcome? Mm-hmm. Then we get copycats. You understand? Or yeah. then we get somebody who me have the dead stuff. No, no, no. Listen, I want the message to be sent out. When you get caught, you're going to the town square. We're bringing about the town. We're bringing back the town square. You understand? And the punishment, the execution punishment, is going to be so excruciating, mm. so painful, so deliberately that whoever's watching and thinking of a copycat gonna have this image of what's going to happen to them when we caught when when we catch them. Well, yeah. Then I added to the post that, yeah, we're going so far as selecting one or two family members. Because you should have jumped up on your crazy ass cousin, uncle, or auntie to make sure 
Hey, everything's still good with you? Everything. Listen, we all know there's somebody that we need to check upon and making sure that there's some something is okay with them. A lot of these mm. people that are committing these crimes and shit ain't got nobody checking up on them. Yes, yes Before right. it gets to this point. You're right, you're right. You're right. Before it got to... I haven't heard anybody say, listen, you know what? I kind of, I kind of figured, you know, looked at the homeboy and said something was wrong with them. Something was off balance. Let me just go ahead and check. We, we need to start hearing, hearing from these people we haven't heard from in a while. And making sure you, hey, listen, is something still okay with you? Yeah. So maybe bringing some of these family members to account. I bet you they'd be on their due diligence. Listen. I bet you they'd be on their shit. Because I know for a fact if I had a crazy cousin Louie or something in the corner and they're like, oh, he, you about to be held accountable for him. Like, Louie, hey, listen, don't be on that bitch. I'm about to it's be held Starbucks. accountable for crazy Louie because crazy Louie might be my snap and take off four or five people. Listen, I'm going to go check up on crazy Louie. And if I can't handle this situation, I'm going to go. I'm going to tell authorities. We going, listen. We going to Starbucks, Louie. I got a cousin. He ain't really too up and up, and I'm on the 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 the, the side of prevention. Maybe you might want to check up on cousin Louis. I'll I'll have to write a, write on cousin Louis because you know what? Writing on cousin Louis may save somebody that grief. You get they what save, I'm saying? They save the masses. For some you grief. get what I'm saying? If everybody's on that type of thinking, where listen, I'm going. Yeah, I might I might kill a, a, a couple of people, but you know what? They gonna rip out all my toenails. Well, Louis and might have get you. A week. The, the funny thing, Louis might get you if if it, if it be like that. Cause think about um, yo, look at the Sandy Hook shit. With the dude, he killed um, he killed his mom. Yeah. And before he went to go school, shoot the school up, whatever, right? Yeah. And I was looking at that, and I was scratching my head. I was like, well, the mom got it and stuff. And she's probably like the one saying like, you know, you're not too 100 up there. And he probably just tied out. Certain situations, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we, we can't avoid. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Yeah, do put your best foot forward. But you gotta put your your best foot forward. You understand? Dylan right. Roof. How how many people really had a discussion with that kid before he did what he did? How many really? You know what I mean? This dude was a dude was one of those kids who was by himself. How much friends did he really have? You understand? You got. We. I mean, if you if listen, parents, if you know you got a child and they ain't got much friends. You gotta, you gotta, you know, ask them. Yo, yeah, why yeah, you yeah, 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 you gotta, you gotta question some you things. Gotta, you gotta question some I things. I might look at that. That might be the person that might want to microwave a cat, you know, like on, you know, on the low. Listen, so you gotta I, I might want to bring well, him to the forefront. You gotta questioning some things, man. They, they just ain't quiet for no reason. They just say that and they're not just hiding in themselves for no reason, man. There's a lot of deep stuff going that we, 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 we really gotta, we really gotta think about. All right. So let me ask you this. I don't know if you've seen that video or stuff, whatever, that's been flying around on social media with the teacher beating the brake pads off this, off this kid. Oh, yeah. I've so seen it. I've so seen it for sure. To the listeners that, that might have not seen the video, there's a teacher. His name is Marsh Stan Riley. Mm-hmm. He got into an incident with a younger student, a student of his, and... Put the hands on him. He put the paws on little dude. Let him know his place. Granted, little dude and stuff, whatever. 
threw something. He threw a ball at him, and the teacher told him to Mr. Riley told him to leave the class, and he got into Mr. Riley's face. Mm. And Mr. Riley then proceeded by putting the hands on him and stuff and beating the brake pads off him, and everything. He was fired. I'm sorry. He was suspended immediately after the situation. But then they created a GoFundMe page for him, and at the time, right now. He posted bail and then received $100,000 on his GoFundMe page. Right. My question to you is, who is right and who is wrong? Um, see, this is... You know these kids today, bro. This, uh, and, 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 and this is why I say this is a, uh, a, a tricky one for me. You understand? Because I'm... I'm I'm gonna be I'm I'm forty four I'm gonna be be, be forty five next year. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in the old school mentality, and with that, even with that being said, it it's funny because in public school I've never witnessed any physical discipline, right? Okay, although. In the office, I did see the paddle hang up. <laughs> the, 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 the paddle was yeah, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. The yeah I see the elementary. Yeah, I see the, the, elementary the, the paddle school. was was hung up. I see elementary in, in, yeah. in high in uh, sorry in elementary school, but I've never seen it in emotion in use. You understand? My first experience with physical discipline with within the school was. My um my second visit to Jamaica. I was about five years old at the time, and I went to school. I, I went to school with my aunt. My aunt was a teacher. I had a few aunts that you know, and uncles that that taught within the school system. Okay. But I followed my aunt one day to school, and she had taught school. And I had witnessed a discipline in the form of a ruler slap on the hand. Now this, now this threw me back, because again I'm coming from Canada, a Canadian school system where at this point, even though I seen the the paddle hung up in the principal's office, yeah, they probably has have done away with disciplinary actions in that sense within the school system. Mm-hmm. You understand? Okay, so. At that point, with that being said, at that point, even when I'm in Jamaica, this wasn't this was nothing that was frowned upon at that point in the, that day and age. It was something that was looked at as a form of correction, just as any form of um, physical discipline within the home was looked at as a form of Not correction. Today. Not today. Not for a long, long, long time. So we're going back to now what I'm saying as in my public school, mm-hmm. there was no, I never seen physical discipline, even though the paddle was hung up in the offices. It was more of probably a symbolism, a symbolization of times, fear. of times past. Oh, oh. But you know oh, what I mean? Of oh, times past, trophies, what we used trophies. to do. When we used to fuck kids yeah. up, this is what we used. This is what we used to do. Be, be thankful that we talked to you now right. before we used to paddle your ass, right? Okay. Type of deal. You understand? Right. So 
Now, with that being said, mm-hmm. you know, let's look at let's look at discipline on a whole, right? So they removed discipline from the school system. I would have to say, uh, I'm I'm entering in I'm entering school uh, at the age of five. That would put me in 1979, 1980. So from my experience, mm. starting school then. Within a Canadian system, which I would consider to be the North American system, not knowing how the the states would op- operate, but not, and not knowing if I this, knew a teacher that slapped somebody. Well, I'm not yeah, showing okay. if this holds true yeah. throughout the entire system, but my experience, yeah, physical discipline has not been in schools from from 1980. What I'm looking at, you understand? Mm. From my experience. It may not have been totally eradicated from all schools in North America, but at least within the school that I started out in, mm-hmm. it was no longer part of that, right? Mm-hmm. So now you have the only discipline that you have as far as children being disciplined physically is within the home. Right. Right? That continued, right? Mm-hmm. That continued, I want to say... Probably mm, maybe a few years after it was removed from the schools, they started telling parents that they can they they, they they're no longer allowed by law to physically discipline their children. I know in America we had a phone number called six nine six kids. Where and you dialed that number and stuff, whatever, and you say like, yo, your parents just slapped the shit out you and everything and. Popo be coming right, out the door. Right, right, right. So this is so this is when we're talking. This is an onset from early. So I'm, I'm, you know, throughout my my junior high years, it's already been known that. Listen, your parents can no longer lay a hand on you to discipline you. Okay, so <laughs> so so now we're setting now we're setting the stage that but how does how does that shit work for listen, Jamaican man, parents? Listen, I, and I don't know, and, and again, I'm am this is all within the context of the North American system. I yeah, don't know how it was, I, you know, they, it may just be finally reaching out there. They may be no, still I ain't talking about in Jamaica. Hands. I'm talking about the, the 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 parents from Jamaica in North America. They probably still well, this, fucking their well, kids well, up because the I still got this, slapped. Well, this is the whole thing. You understand with with. Within this being mm. instituted as law, mm. we still had, and I wouldn't just, I, and I would just reg, regulate it to just a West Indian background. Mm. You understand? Because I'm pretty sure, from a, maybe a European background standpoint, mm. um, they bought that life. Anyone who you would consider to be. To be outside of a North American system, immigrating into a, a North American system. Because I think at this point, it was something that was just being... And I, I may be wrong, you understand? We're not lawyers, we're the political sons, but I'm just going from my insight. Maybe this might have been something that was just, you know, start off as a North American thing. So people yeah. from outside of North America, coming from Europe, still had this, this notion of disciplining your kids. Came with a good beating. You understand? Let me ask you this real quick. From grade school, 
So we're saying from kindergarten to 12th grade. Right. Whatever, right? Yeah. How many ass whoopings you received from your parents? No, whatever. I, I was always a good kid. So I, 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 Motherfucker. I, 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 maybe, I, maybe, I can recall. Yeah. I can recall a good ass you know, well, I, was, I was a good kid. I was a good kid. Listen, I was a good kid. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to be straight up. I'm a punk. I'm afraid of ass whooping. So the first ass whooping I got set my ass straight. You didn't, so you didn't need to go listen, on scare straight or was, beyond scare there straight. There was no need for an ass whooping after the first ass whooping I got. The first ass whooping I got it was like, this shit hurt. How do I avoid ass whooping? Oh, be good? And I ain't got to get out? Oh, okay. So yeah. I only recall about when there, there may be more. I'm, that might have slipped my memory, but I only recall a one ass whooping. You understand? Okay. So. I was off the ass whooping train from early. Gotcha. It did its job. It's did it did its job for me. Well, I'm not but any other kid out yeah, here. I guess it didn't sink in on my ass till I was in high school. I was in high school. Some of y'all needed a little bit more the extra ass whooping no. to get to get shit set straight. Me, not really, but like you know what I'm saying? Like I had a fighter salute to the moms and everything and stuff, whatever. And like this I had one of those moms and stuff, whatever, that if you you kinda huff and puff when yeah. she was talking. Yeah. She put the pause on you because she's thinking like, "Oh, is that back talk?" And then there you go. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. When 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 the ass whooping was about because exactly what I just said to you, mm. right? This was the thing for you know regular kids, normal kids. You know yeah, what I mean? Normal to get the the one ass whooping and realize what the ass whooping was all about. And then correct the ways. I mean, we had the kids that, you know, the multiple ass whooping it took. And even with the multiple ass whooping, ways, ways still couldn't be corrected. But usually, a good ass whooping sets you straight. Well, I mean, yeah. Usually. Yeah, no. because I mean, ass whooping sets you I'm straight. I'm not saying I got, I got consecutively whooped. Because I want to say, if we're looking at grade school type of shit, I want to say I probably got, uh, like, four ass whoopings. But, okay, but... Let me ask you something. All right. Those four ass whoopings. Yeah. Were they all for the same thing? No. 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 It was a different ass whooping for a different thing, right? Yeah. Because I'm guaranteed you learned the lesson from the first ass whooping. Well, I learned the lesson from all them shit. Okay, but this is <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. It only takes you it only takes one ass whooping for you to learn that that lesson. So it's not like you know what I mean? It was a constant beating about yeah. to correct kids. No, but you, you know they, they used to beat kids. with the they used to beat with the syllables and everything. Like didn't I tell Wait, you not to listen? Tell. All form of discipline we can we can the, the debate how the the, the the discipline happened, but the the, the discipline happened for a purpose, for right? Purpose, right. Okay. With that being said, it happened from not only from a West Indian standpoint, because us who know of the West Indian culture would like to always say it from that point right. of view. Right, that POV. And we always look at North American culture to be the be that non disciplinary non disciplinary Not that non disciplinary view. But we forget that not everybody's from this North American culture. We have other than West Indian, we have Europeans. Who had that disciplinary view? You understand? So they beat they they've been beating their kids too. Mm -hmm. You understand? Fair. 
And you have somebody within the North American culture that continue to beat their kids, even this, even though the law said no, it's illegal for you to be a kid. And we are not. We gonna discipline our kids how we see fit, man. Right. That but kid, here's the problem. That kid was the problem on that but, video. But what? Well, okay, we we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. So here's the problem now. So now we when now. We're putting them with somebody put an ass woman to the kid. The kid said, wait a sec. I used to have to take this ass whooping, but I ain't got to take this ass whooping no more. Six nine six Shit, kids. I can call up I can call the police on my kids. So So kids started calling police on their kids for the ass whooping. So now that put the fear in the to the parents. The parents would be like, Shit. Man, I really gotta, you know what I mean? Whereas before, I, I would have whipped my kids. No, I don't get shit about no law. This, that, that. Oh, shit. They really call them back. They really call them the popo on us for beating, for beating them. So now that put the fear into the parents for dis disciplining the kids. I'm getting to my point now. All right, I'm listening. You understand? I'm listening. This put the fear in the kids from a disciplinary standpoint. Mm -hmm. You understand? So ain't nobody beating these little rude asses. Not the teachers, not the parents, right? We're instructed to talk things through, right? Have a discussion. I don't like to talk too much. Only on the particles. I'm going to tell you something, man. Talking only goes so far and only goes certain distances with some of these kids. You understand? Yeah. And we've gone so far in society where the fear of kid the fear the fear of, of kids from authority have been has is so far removed because words can only affect so much words words at some point will hurt till they no longer hurt okay you understand when they no longer hurt they're ineffective you understand? So now we're in an age where, dude, so much things are bombarded at these kids that words are ineffective. Right? Okay. Discipline has long gone been effective because we've already removed that. Right. And we've empowered them with the knowledge that you will lay a hand on me, you have the problem, not I. You understand? So yeah, the teacher did lose his job. So but so listen, so they're embracing with this knowledge. You get me? That's why they can talk and deal with listen, the teacher. Go ahead. This is why they can talk and <clears throat> deal with the teacher anyway. If and possible, because my parents don't have the authority to tell me to shut the fuck up. They can tell me whatever they want, but, but words listen. mean nothing. Mm. Words are ineffective, and if you can't beat me to shut up, damn, who Ooh. else? Yo, wait. You know who does have the authority to beat your kids and tell them to shut up? Oh, the police. The police can beat your kids black and blue. 
and tell them to shut up and they don't and they don't need to worry about facing any consequences. Only the law and authority can do it. But okay. Hold so on, this is the problem because our kids are out there fearless to everybody else. Right. Thinking that they can be fearless to the law and authority. Oh, he getting on the soapbox. Uh-uh. That's where that buck stops. Mm-hmm. That's where that buck stops. You get me? Yeah. Okay, so let's get back to the teacher. Let's get back to the situation. Let's get back to the fact that these kids know that is disrespectful that they are to be to these teachers. They can't. These teachers can't do anything physical to them. These, you know, they, 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 this, there's nothing that these teachers can do a thing. So, okay, so now we're, we're okay, we set the scene now mm. for this transgression. What the transgression didn't show you in the videotape was the student throwing the ball. Right. Right? Because what we have to understand is nobody is sitting readily with their phone camera to record anything. But they have their phone on deck. You understand? So, now, think about it. You're a student in the classroom. This student is being this other student is being disrespectful in, in in the most sort of way right okay right right has this ball and throws it at the teacher right all of a sudden now everybody in the classroom is at is in a ooh you moment you right hype it up. yeah within this moment mm-hmm. We've already been we've been media trained that this moment Turn to a is world also a star, star moment. Yeah. You understand? So during this moment, the phones come out. Right. They start recording. They they we, we they not recording what got you to this point. They're recording from that moment. On. Yeah. So now this is where the stuff starts to look ridiculous because now things are you don't have the contents you don't have the con the context of what you're now witnessing because I kid you not Marv I know I've I, I witnessed it I've mm-hmm. but in, in, before we started discussing this whole thing about where it's gonna be a topic I did not know the kid threw the ball oh you understand what I'm saying yeah. So here's the context. Right. I already knew that that teacher lost his mind over something. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was, but I knew for the teacher to behave the way he behaved, he lost his mind over something. You understand? So right. now, here it is. We get we got to the, we we got to the point. This kid threw this ball at the teacher, mm-hmm. knowing that this teacher could not. Or, from the standpoint of the law, cannot physically do anything to him. Right. How do we know this? Because after he threw the ball, he continued to be disrespectful. And what did the teacher say? Leave my classroom. And 
And what the what was his response was? Make me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Make me. I already know it's against the law for you to for you to make me make me I'm I, I'm taunting you mm-hmm. at this point not only am I being disrespectful and we I mean we got to look at the context you know what I mean this could be day one of the disrespectfulness this could be day 55 of the disrespectfulness we don't know all we know is what we're viewing from this point after the disrespectfulness has occurred Cat Williams said, <clears throat> he's like, well, you always put a real nigga in some real life situations. It's kind of like a tiger. When you have the tigers and stuff in the cage, he's in a fake environment, just kind of being calm. Just like he's stuck. He's questioning some things. Yeah. Until he's put into a real life situation when that cage goes open. And he knows that this is not a drill. It's about to go down. That teacher went off on him ferocious. Like any terrific tiger I've seen. The Siegfried and Roy's to all the escape ones and stuff, whatever. Teacher was the same damn way, and he and, let loose a fury on that. And kid. and this is and this is it. And when <clears> I <throat> and when I look at it, I'm like, you know, I'm seeing the comments and the the, the comments are are, are are of a mixed nature. You have the people well, that you know, I mean, the teacher shouldn't have lost his cool. <clears throat> He's he should have been trained. He's no better than that. You understand? Yeah, yeah. And then I, you know, and then I see the parents. Just, Are you for it or against? It? I l- listen. I'm 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 for keeping your restraint. Mm-hmm. And you want to get all and, PC and, on it? Don't and, get and, PC no, no, on no, it. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, okay. listen. To what I'm saying. I'm cool with keeping your restraint. You understand? Right. But. I can't, I, I can't tell you and if I was put in that situation that I would have not acted like how that teacher reacted. Okay. I, I can't, I can't honest to God sit down here in front of this microphone and tell you. You understand? Right. Because again, I don't know the train of thought that teacher was in or how much he had to put up with at that point. All I can tell you is what I seen was a man frustrated. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Frustrated to the point where it, 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 his mind just lost any blank. other sense of ability other, to do, other than to do, I'm going to beat this kid, either senseless or beat sense into him. Right. It's the, the only other two outcomes for this to really go down at this point. Right. You understand? So, man, I can't pass it. And again, you know what I mean? What, what people are saying, he shouldn't have been. There was equal amounts of... of, of Parents saying, listen, if that was my son and he was disrespectful for the teacher, I would have I would have stood aside and let the teacher beat some sense in his ass too. And then when he came home, I would have put my own set of beating on him to put that sense in his ass. Yeah. Yeah. So it is what it is. And under the same token, when we when we talk about that, yeah, you know, a, a couple weeks later, I see another one of this, you know, this this, this, this girl, Sharkeisha Junior. Sh- you know what I mean? Sh- you know, giving her this teacher a Tyson in the hand. Man, that teacher's wig got rocked. I swear the wig had like a three sixty and stuff, whatever. But the teacher, she was calm and docile. And I'm saying to myself, that was a situation where the ass would have been thrown. Hey, man. Quick, quick. That's 
a salute to the teachers out there. You guys are underpaid and under Listen, underpaid, man. underrespected, all of that. You will hit me like Tyson. I don't care who you. I'm fighting you like Tyson. Yeah, you can't, man. That like that's that's the thing, and you know? that's why I'm like, when somebody asked me if I was for or against that and stuff, whatever, I'm like, yo, if the parents ain't put a stop to him and stuff, whatever, to that kid, and the parents never turned him over to the authorities and everything. Does that make it okay for the kid to keep turning on and stuff and hey, going on like hit that? Hit me like Tyson, I'm gonna fight you like Tyson. That's that's straight you know, good. That's that's it. Yeah, that's sorry, Who are you can yo, you get one. You getting one. You get one. Is, well the, but I teach you, you laid a couple, so somebody somebody was saying stuff like I guess like that is part of like, like that's how millennials get down. I just all right, but like this. I just figured out the stuff the other day mm. that I classify as a millennial. Millennial range and stuff, whatever is the birth range is from 1981 to nineteen ninety six. Really? Was, yeah, that was that was the range of stuff that they that they put up and stuff, whatever. Like I seen it from like multiple like outlet stuff, whatever. So, like, okay, so what we're any kids after nineteen ninety six, like nineteen seven till now, mm-hmm. is considered the new generation. That's the name of stuff, whatever. So what's the um. What the, okay? What is the because before before the millennials we would consider the Y the Y two the the generation Y yeah the generation Y so yeah. what what is that span the generation Y are the millennials though that so you talking oh, about generation okay. so X they just re, they just talking about generation X so generation X is everything before yeah, the millennials. millennials okay okay before, I, yeah so that so that that will I would qualify as a generation X correct okay okay you'll be a generation X and stuff whatever and then anything after 1997 till now that's new generation or generation Z right because we're a generation Y or like you know Y2K millennial yeah so that that's what it is and stuff whatever for us and everything right and I think I thought like even like this kid situation would have been more of a millennial type of thing and stuff but I'm like he's he looks younger yeah so I'm like uh but millennials and stuff have other issues and everything and stuff too. And then somebody was talking and stuff. We were in conversation. I was talking to one of my boys, and he said, "Well, millennials, our issues and stuff, whatever, is not really the disrespectful thing. Is kind of like we're just kind of let down." So I'm like, "What do you mean being let down?" He said that he felt like when he was younger, his mom used to tell him, "You can be anything in the world and stuff, whatever you can be and everything," and he fell short on that mark. Right. So he said now he fell short of that mark and stuff, whatever. Where where is he turning and stuff, whatever. So I'm like, well, don't blame your mom and stuff for that, whatever. But he's like, that's all so many other kids and stuff was raised. And he he asked me, he's like, were you raised like that? You could be anything in the world you want to be? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, that's our issue. So he's like, that's part of the reason why the depression and all that type of stuff kicks in for like the millennials. Or millennials feel like entitled to some things because I guess we were raised to a certain standard and then we fell short on the mark and stuff, whatever. Right. This is where part of that depression shit comes from. Do you agree? Um, I agree. Maybe, maybe somewhat. And I, I, I say that because in th- in this day and age, it's it's still to me a matter of you can be whatever you want to be. I want to be a Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, I'm just fucking. Around. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I, I say that because 
the trans peoples out here. Is that what well, it not, is? Well, I mean, no, not only not only that because, but you're born you're born with certain aspirations. Fair, right? Yeah. yeah. You understand? And you're either going to you're either going to discover your purpose, or your purpose is going to find you. Right. Right. Now. And those who discover their purpose, you you're either gonna discover early or later in life. Right. Those who purpose finds them, it's either gonna find you early or later in life. Right. Right. But but we don't know what it is. We can only go off of we can only go off of what our our instinct is, and what our passions are to kind of mold us, kind of give us a direction of where we want to go in life. You understand? Okay. Isn't that, that's not part, partially parenting too? Partially, partially parenting, but with, but with, within that scope, mm-hmm. right? You're trying to figure out what it is mm-hmm. that you, you're going to be, what your purpose is going to be going forward. You understand? Mm-hmm. So part, I, I think for me, part of that is, you have the expression to be whoever or whatever you want to be. Right. It's up to you at that point now to figure out what it is. Right. You understand? Yeah. Now, with that being said, we have the potential to be all or whatever we want to be. Wherever that, wherever or whenever that potential is realized, that's mm-hmm. a different question. Mm-hmm. You understand? If you yeah. ever, if you, you may never realize that potential mm-hmm. and end up being something totally different due to circumstances, due to how just, just due to how, how the things work out. You may not achieve that goal of being who you want to be, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in regards to the millennials, Oh, hold on. Let me say this. Since I found out I was a millennial, yeah. I'm going to support them to the fullest extent. Woo, woo. <laughs> we in here like swimwear. Now, in, in the regards to the millennials, I, I, you, I think within the millennials, I think the problem is we're in, we're in the, you're part of the information age. Absolutely. You understand? Absolutely. Uh, my age, what I'm coming up in, I'm coming, I'm coming up in the um the indu- the industrial age. Mm-hmm. I'm right at the end, right off the the Iron Age. We're in the industrial age. Everything is industrial thinking, right? Right. So you 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 have you have one of two aspects of life, mm-hmm. right? It's your dreams of being whoever you want to be. Right? Right. And fulfilling that dream, right? Right. Or falling victim to the industrial age. Right? Now, the industrial age is everything that we consider to be... Factory? Factory. Um, uh, a, 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 a certain aspect of retail. Anything that may okay. follow in a certain sh- structure. Right. Where you're an employee. Right, you're part of that. You're part of that. 
process mm -hmm. that's the industry you're, you're part of the industry that's the industrial age mm -hmm. right the problem i feel that the millennials have is they're part of the the the, the information age right so whereas whereas my 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 thinking is i'm either gonna make my dreams happen and succeed in my dreams or I'm falling. I'm falling into the 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 work. Is that millennials have no clue? They're bombarded bombarded with so much things. So you say we're not built to be factory workers because we got too much information. Well, not only us. are you not built to be, you not you have there's so many. This not only there's so many different avenues mm -hmm. that's available to you outside of the factory. They're just a factory working, right? Mm -hmm. How the world is set up, the world is set up still with the industrial, with still this industrial mindset. Mm -hmm. You understand? The information is only going to be good to, for about a few. Only a few are going to be able to utilize this information. True. True. Right? See it? And even though only a few, Many are privy to this information. Even us in the industrial age are rethinking, are are reevaluating our lives within the industrial age because there's this new information age that's abound us, right? So you're thinking about these kids who are not in the information age, who we're, are we're eating better and we're do, we're doing a lot better things and stuff for the body wise and everything compared to like I guess your generation, right? I think your generation is trying to play catch up yeah. to the cost they want to live. Listen. You're eating better, right? Right. You're you have a better health situation, mm -hmm. right? You're living longer. But with guess no what? jobs. But guess what? <laughs> with no jobs. With no, with no jobs. Well, I'm right? gonna start stripping, man. Fuck the dumb shit and make sure so my body is it. on point. You have all this knowledge, all this this health above you, but you you can't see where you're gonna land. Stripping. Any extra dough invest in hoeing. <laughs> well here's the thing I'm already and I I, I, I look at it from this standpoint right mm. because I'm working now and if I'm working now and I'm working in in in, in industrial setting mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. but within that I keep in mind how Technology and everything is is advancing, right? Right. For instance, I'm coming from I'm coming from the the auto sector. Okay. Right. There's jobs in the plant, the manufacturing plant, mm -hmm. that are being done by robots now. Right. That humans were doing. Fact. 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 Right. Yeah. There's certain jobs in the factory right now that are not being done by humans because it, it's no sorry not being done by robots because it still takes a certain type of finessing that only a human, human can, can do. do right right as soon as they can fix that solve that problem it's a wrap it's a wrap for a human doing that job because right. a robot can do that job more efficiently right. you understand mm -hmm. so me being within that industrial age mm -hmm. is looking at that as 
okay, how long am I in the industrial age for before I retire, right? Right. And within that time frame, is there a chance of a robot, a robot. replacing the job that what I'm doing? You understand? Gotcha. You understand? Because if there's a chance, that might happen before I finish out my work in the industrial age. But guess what? It's no longer available for those who are in the information age. Yeah, because that's already said and done. It's gone. Said and done. A robot has taken care of that. R2D2 got that ass. So, no longer are there jobs in the future. There'll be even less jobs in the future. Think about that. So now we were, you're really in a you're really in a bind. Your information, the information age has to carry you. Far past the information, you have to figure out what's happening, or how to, or at least how to assimilate into the, the the factories working alongside robots. And there's gonna be few people in the factories working alongside robots. It is what it is. Do you feel like you were born in the wrong time, since that you know that you know you're Generation X and a Generation, and I'm a millennial? Do you feel like that? Me, I feel like that because I feel like. Because I'm a millennial, yeah. I miss Freak Nick. I always seen old VHSs and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Of back then when there was no Me Too movement, and I just seen women just kind of just shaking the titties and all that type of stuff, whatever, out there in the lantern like it was nothing. I was like, man, when I grow up, I'm gonna go to Freak Nick. And then when I grew up, Freak Nick was done. That's illegal. It's all that. Shut it all down. But here, okay. But Do here's you the feel thing. like it was wrong time. But here's the thing. You you <clears throat> look at that right. Right. Of missing out on Freak Nick. Right. Right? At the age of what age? Uh, I was like 96, so say sixth grade, so 12. Okay, so <clears throat> now, would you, now, now when you say you're missing the time, you missed the time of Freak Nick. Right. Do you wish to miss that? You, you, I, I'm assuming that you'd, you wish that you didn't miss that time within your, let's say, your 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 nineteens and twin and twenties. No, I want I want to get in my twenties. I want to in, like in between your twenties, right? Yeah, my twenties. Okay, so I can buy liquor. So think yeah. about that, right? So you know, so in the, in your twenties, you're you're single and carefree. You're single and carefree stage, right? Yeah. Shake what your mama gave you, all that. Okay. Yeah. Think about that, right? Mm. Now think about this. Think about those who were in the freak naked. In their twenties, they all pastors now and converted to nuns, man. Not they cleaned only, up. Not only are they all pastors and converted to nuns <laughs> and cleaned up, right? Right. But in order to enjoy what Freak Nick is and was, they had to be free and single, and at Freak Nick. Were they single though? I don't know. Hold they, on. Okay. Hold on. I'm, okay. I'm saying okay. whether they okay okay run, run, whether they run, run, whether they whether they Start, were single or not. Keep going with the train of thought. Whether they're single or not. Right. Twenties. In that time of frame mindset, being at Freaknik, right? Mm. They had to be at Freaknik to experience what Freaknik is and what. Right? Obvious. Okay. Okay. Now. Picture that same person today, married with kids at the age of 40, right? looking at his phone, saying to himself, hot damn, 
I wish there was a Pornhub. <laughs> I wish there was a Plenty of Fish. Way back when. <laughs> I wish there was all was... this stuff when I was 20 back then. Because right. now, it, to them, it looks like, shit, this is the time to be this in. This is the time. That's what I'm saying. How do you feel? What time do you feel for you? Cause like there had to there had to be a time frame. Cause like I said, with me, I'm like, damn, freak Nick. I hear some of you guys talking about the old school caravanas and everything. How they used to be wilder than this. Like one of is now is PG thirteen. I'm like, I would love to see what it looked like back then. If titties and ass was out and stuff on a regular, yeah. And there's no Me Too charges hanging up, whatever. Yeah. Sign me the fuck up for the time machine. Yeah, but I. And again, but it's uh, again, it's your it's your matter of it's the your matter of perspective and what age that you're in. Because if right. if I've exp- if I've experienced that time, mm-hmm. then I know what that time is. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to wish to be back at that time. I know what that time is. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. But I'm saying to myself now, shoot. I see all these people in their twenties and this and that, and that. What if I was in my twenties right now, living in this day and age and time? You understand? Where, where, I would, I would have had to bit at freak Nick to meet a freak. Now, valid, valid, now, valid, valid, now. For those at home listening, I am clapping. Now I can go like this on my phone, Tinder, scroll, <laughs> and swipe right, swipe, and have the freaks come to me. Think about. Come on, come on, come on. Shake what your mama get, yeah. Think about that. So now the old school dudes is looking at you guys. It's like, shit, y'all have a good. good. You yeah. ain't know. You ain't know. Man, you ain't know what we had to go through. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You're right. Right? Yeah, you valid. That's absolutely valid. And then you have me. Talk to things. And then you have me who think of uh, even... I would have you think an even uh, even simpler time, you understand? But then even when I think of an even simpler time now, it's like okay, yeah. But even if I go back to that even simpler time, where do I land? Because I would have loved to live to, in the days of Egypt, right? Wow. But when I think of a simp- simpler time of that, right? Mm-hmm. Am I back there as a peasant? Or a pharaoh? Or my bat there living in the royal. I don't even have to be a pharaoh, but maybe I'm living in a royal palace. Maybe I'm some of no- nobility. And somebody's just feeding you grapes and fanning. You understand what I'm saying? Because a simpler... Think about that. We always think about, you know, technology. But right. technology... What's techn- what's, what's techn- techn- technologically, technically advanced mm-hmm. is only techn- technologically advanced for that time. But they didn't have shake what your mama gave you though. You understand? That's so whatever in Egypt was technologically advanced for that time was considered technology. So if you were rich and able to afford mm-hmm. a horse and carriage, which would have been the carriage may have been the technology of that time. Right, Everybody right, else was right, walking. Right. You understand? Then you were you were with in the notes of all but even with that being said it was a simpler time there was much freedom freedom you know what I mean and even though it was a shag fest you were, you were a millionaire you had maids you had servants that were probably shagged you because you were who you were you didn't need freak Nick oh so you oh uh, dad yeah 
Yeah, pretty much. Just yeah. off your nobility. But even, even like, not even off your nobility. A simpler time than that. What else did you have to distract you? What else did you have to do other than it's 12 o'clock. What do you want to do? All right, we ain't nothing to do. Let's shag. You shag. Yeah. Yeah. Simpler times. You understand? So, see, it's 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 weird when we pose that question because we can always we can jump a four we can jump backward we can jump forward we can jump backwards. The only thing that we can't really really think about is how would it be living in our time because we're living in our time. We already know what it is. True. So we we're, we're gonna pick either some we're gonna pick something that's other than our time. We've had that we have that experience. That's true. That's true. I I I hundred percent agree with that. But freak Nick though, come on, man. Shake what your mama gave you. Shake what your mama gave you. Yo, two live crew was popping, man. Two live crew was popping, but you had somebody who's old right now reliving that two live crew and saying to myself, man, shoot, I would have way more bitches right now in my twenties right now with Tinder, with Tinder and Facebook and all that crap. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, you know that old pimp ass uncle with the it ponytail and stuff, whatever, was kind of thin up there yeah, because all the yeah. hair and fell out. Yeah. Looking yeah. at you and saying, huh, you look a whippersnapper. You didn't know how it If I was you back in that day, <laughs> fire. <laughs> or <laughs> STD, because he ain't believe in God. One of the two. One of the Fire. And yeah, uncle, it might really be fire. It might be ass. fire. It might be that gonorrhea on that Light ass. Light you up. Yo. Yo, I don't know if you got wind of stuff, whatever, but let me say Spice. Female rapper Spice, you know, Spice. from loving hip hop and everything, you know, the controversial thing with the whole skin bleach and lightning thing for her new little yeah, EP album yeah, and everything yeah, and stuff, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not just her, it's around the world. It's a worldly thing and stuff, whatever, with the whole skin bleaching and skin lightening thing and stuff, whatever. I right. think people just focus and stuff, whatever. I want to say, like, black people tend to focus and stuff more on just the black culture and stuff, what happens around the world. Like, yeah, I seen a commercial. When I was looking up some stuff, whatever, I seen commercial, there was an Indian commercial and there was two guys and the guy tried to pick up the girl. She just kind of gave him looking like, mm-mm, she's not interested. And yeah. he went to his friend like, how come she doesn't like me? And the guy said, oh, it's not because of you, it's because of your skin. Right. So in a few seconds in the commercial, they show him rubbing in the damn mm. skin cream mm. and stuff, whatever, and then he was probably pff, about two shades darker than Michael Jackson. Yeah. And he went from looking like me to like, that you went, like you went and hit that light tastic, that light tastic did miracles for him. It did wonders for him because on the back, at the end of the commercial, the girl's on the back of his motorcycle, ying 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 off to the sunset. That's that light tastic, man. That's so, that light tastic. I was looking at it, I was like, yo, are you a fan of this skin bleaching thing? I well, mean, you dark like me. Well, well I mean, uh, well, okay, jumping back to um, jumping back to spice, spice. and that uh, that whole controversy because. It was it, it it was funny, and again this is and this is what I say about the whole social media and the social media aspect. Because I think it was maybe one or two people who had hit me up and and the first thing that was out of their mouth was, "Is spice bleaching?" <laughs> everybody said that. You understand? So well, everybody's too quick to judge. When they said when yeah, I mean there goes the episode too quick to judge. But when everybody said that. My first inkling was, well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Is she bleaching? I don't. I don't know. But the instant connection with bleaching came to my, to my head. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not. It's not beyond the Caribbean. It's not be- beyond Caribbean artists to bleach. You understand? Right. Vibes Cartel had cake soap. 
Right. Uh, you understand? So it's it's not beyond. You understand? Right. Now, this came as a shock because everybody was like, "Yo, what uh, what what spice? What they know spice as?" And spice is a beautiful dark skin woman. Yeah, she has songs about melanin and everything. Songs right? about melanin and everything. Mm-hmm. So this is what this was like, almost <clears throat> like an an uproar, an uproar. So I was like, okay, this is. I, I I don't know. So like later on in the day, now I started seeing images popping up with Spice, right? And she looking kind of brown. You know what I mean? She ain't looking like the dark skin spicy Ooh, that I know. No, you know bro. what I mean? She, 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 she looking she like a Barbie more, doll. She looking more cinnamonish and more lighter than cinnamonish. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So, Oatmeal without the cinnamon. So so I'm saying to myself now, okay, did she? Did she? So. Only to get to find out that she actually was in, <laughs> and I'm going to use this term, light face, <laughs> to, to illustrate what's been happening within the Caribbean, specifically in the island of Jamaica, and the whole bleaching aspect. So the, the, the song is actually, you know, in reverence of her being proud of her black skin but if she chose to make herself a lighter complexion we we shouldn't first of all it should be a matter of choice but then why are you choosing to be light skin if you're choosing it from an, a, a reason other than you hate the skin that you're in then fine but you're choosing it from the perspective that you hate black skin well let me tell you why black skin is beautiful and why you should reconsider the hating hating your black skin. So she wasn't really going against people yeah. who were lighting lighting you know giving themselves a lighter complexion. It was really why are you giving yourself that lighter complexion? And if it's if it's due to the fact that you know it's uh, you know the colorism issue, you know you feel that light light skinned people are better than black then now it's a it's a psychological thing you need to really right. think that but if that's you just want light skin for the sake of wanting light skin then hey do you have light skin for the sake of having light skin it's and it's funny how it's it's funny with me even saying this yeah almost brings us back to our last podcast where we we're talking about the whole blackface right and you know white people who are getting these you know these dark color foundations to have this darker skin appearance right well are you doing it because you want to have this dark skin appearance or are you doing it for this whole blackface type of deal you understand so. Right. That was, I, I think, you know, the kind of what Spice was getting at as far as, you know, how you, how and why are you, you lightening your skin? But the, the, but the main fact that this is even happening mm-hmm. is something that's way deeper than just a Caribbean culture and way deeper than, you know, something that's just happening today. You know what I mean? Well, it's people it's, though, man. It's a people thing. Yeah, well, I mean, we're looking at it. We have, you know, artists have been singing about, you know, people bleaching their skin from way back, from I was coming up right. and, you know, you know my, my teens. So this is this is nothing new. I mean, there's a cream out there that I know of called Ambi. 
Yeah, 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 this yeah, was yeah. the original lightning cream for those who may not know out there. Ambi got rid of blemishes. Was 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 a cream that was to get rid of blemishes, dark spots. Dark spots. But people were using Ambi all over themselves just to get a lighter complexion. So this is something that has been going on from the dawn of time. If we look That's at insane. the if we look at the <laughs> Asian culture, right? Even with the Asian culture, they have creams mm-hmm. to lighten themselves. Yeah, you understand. So it, it it's not I just have, regulated. <clears throat> I have friends and stuff, whatever, who are from um, from Thailand. Yeah, right. And um, the girl, her sister and stuff is more fair skinned than her. But I told her and stuff, whatever, because she's darker skinned, I like her a lot more. The look wise, me. That's just me. Right. And she said, Well, in her country, in Thailand, yeah. they will look at her as a field worker because she's more out in the sun. Mm. Unlike her little sister, who was kind of born here in Canada, mm. who was lighter, she would be more treated like a goddess. Right. Because she's lighter. So that means she hasn't done field work or outside work and everything like that. So that's part of the reason why part of their culture and stuff for their breaks their neck to do the whole bleach and thing and stuff as well. Right. Right. And it, it's crazy. It, like, I, well, it, it's crazy to me and stuff for them because maybe I watch some of Dove commercials, love the skin you're in. But I mean, hey, I was just taught like, yo, what you're blessed with, what you're blessed with, whatever. If you go under the knife or you go to the extremity, mm. then clearly you're not comfortable and stuff with who you are. Yeah. Right? And it's not to say that you're not comfortable. Maybe you just want to, maybe you just want to enhance. But uh, you know, there's a good portion of that time where. What would you enhance on you? Hmm. I had a thought about it. You know, at one point, yeah, you I, got you got 15 seconds to tell I, me. At one point, I I figured that you know if they if they can if they can cut my my fever bone and put like an an extra inch and two or two in there to make, to make me to make me taller. Woo, I, I do the same goddamn thing on top, man. I, I think that's I was, what I'm talking I think about. I think I was I was I was down for that's that. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what I'm talking about. But then as I got older I realized, yo, no, I'm still a man at my height. Yeah, you know. I, and then I kinda but that but that would have been that would have been that would have probably been too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My femur bone just cut the femur bone throw you know, throw an extra two or three inches inside the femur bone, bump me up a couple a couple inches in height. And I would have been good with that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah, I, I can rock with that. You know what I mean? But you know, but you, but eventually you get comfortable in the skin that you're in, mm-hmm. and you realize people would accept you for who you are when you're comfortable in your in the skin that you're in. That's valid. Absolutely as as, valid. as soon as you you know you're not you don't feel comfortable with who you are, it's hard for anybody else to feel comfortable with who you are. But as soon as you own it. Man, that's that's all you really need to own it. Love, man. Love the skin you're in, man. I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of that too, man. And that's what it is. All right. I don't know. There's a preacher. Preacher in Atlanta. His name is Corey Lewis. Okay. Right? What up, Lewis? Corey Lewis. Yeah, salute to you. Preacher, preacher. You're a classy man. Preacher, man. He was babysitting. Mm-hmm. Some white kids that go to his church. And the parents of the white kids, they know him as a pastor and they know he's a good dude okay. and everything. So they right. have no problem and stuff, whatever, yeah. for him to take them out and about. Yeah, yeah. There was a white lady who seen the black man 
with the two white kids. Right. Asked him, went up and harassed him. What? Asked him first. What are you doing with these two white kids? So he said, I don't have to answer anything to you. Yeah. So then he said, you know what? He's him and the girls are gonna leave. They left. Okay. The lady hopped in her car and followed my man. Oh shit. Followed him. Called the police. Mm. Eventually got pulled over before he made it where he needed to go. He mm-hmm. kept his phone out and recorded everything. Mm-hmm. And the cops asked questions and stuff. You know, are the kids comfortable back there and everything? He'd step out and have the kids step out the car. He's like, this is ridiculous and everything, right? He, right. You, on the video and stuff out there, he was giving his, you know, yeah. his retort to the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. And when they checked out everything, everything was legit. The parents and stuff said yes. They called the, the kids' parents. Everything was all good. Everything was smooth. He, you know, he brought it to the media and attention and stuff, whatever. I was going to ask you, can you do anything while black? Because you can't babysit while black. You can't drive while black. What can you do while black? And, and, and see, and man, and here's the problem. Because if it was two black kids, would she have even bothered? No. Probably wouldn't have fought on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, why, why are we making it the fact that these kids are white that this that this man cannot be just out taking care? Why? Why is the first thing that comes to your head is that kidnapping? Is kidnapping? And the funny thing is, is that she could have seen a white dude. Who's actually a kidnapper with those two children? Yeah. And not even think of that. Yeah. That's how me- that's how messed up society is. You understand? Where we, we where where somebody can see, because we know what happens. We know we're, we're, the, the the kidnappers walking with these kids to the mall. Yeah, they go to the store, bottom candy and stuff like that. You understand? They they've 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 trained the kid already to be complacent. You understand? So the kid's not making any type of you know notice that they're kidnapped, right? Mm-hmm. They're complacent. My mom told me I almost got kidnapped my damn self when I was little. Well, think about it. So somebody's looking at that situation and they're not thinking of kidnapping, right? Right. Well, now here you have two white kids that are obviously they're complacent because they know the pastor. Right. They don't feel th- threatened in any way or any, you know what I mean? Right. They're, they're having a good time. They're having a good time. So here it is. You see, you're watching two white kids who are complacent with this black man, but you still got to assume because they're two white children. They couldn't be possibly just hanging with this black, this black. Where he kidnapping them? Where's he kidnapping them to bring them to? I don't know. And here, and that's my next thing. At, at what or, point, or hold on. Yeah. Your, your single apartment, single white apartment, any type of thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She probably wanted in on the party. She could have wanted in on the party. Probably like, why are you messing with these kids when you can get you a grown ass white woman? You can get you a grown ass. Who? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you think? The rejection had made her call the police on him? I think so. I think so. I think so. Come on. Lady, you petty. 
just take the rejection and move on, man. Yeah, some people can't take rejection, man. Let's take the rejection and move on, man. That Come dude, on, man. That Think dude about is it. Hold playing on. good by them kids. Think about it. how many dudes probably seen a chick with them like, yo, chocolate. Yo, what's up? Nah, I got a man. And then you hear, fuck you, dad. Yeah. They can't take the rejection. But they didn't call no police on her, though. Well, nah, nah, that's thirsty. Yeah, <laughs> you, I mean, you you went from reje- rejecting, <laughs> re- from rejection to be like calling this man a straight up abducting kidnapper. Yeah, Come on, yeah, man, you know what I mean. Like, and it and but that's just the thing. What can you do while being black? You can get your phone well while it's recording you. Yeah, oh, that phone. You, tight, you might want to do that while you you're black. Pray your battery life is up. Yo, what can you possibly do while being black? How about get your white friend to roll with? Yeah, you need. You, you might know. want. You know what I mean, you might want you a white friend to roll with while black. Yeah, they do all the talking for you. You know what you can do being black? Create a new black anime for for starters. Mm. Shout out to yo, yo, I'm an anime man. Shout out to Lakeith Stanfield. You guys might know him from the dude from in Get Out. Um he's in a, he's in Atlanta as well. He's all over the place. He's right. working. Yeah, doing the thing. And um LaShawn Thomas. LaShawn Thomas is one of the Boondocks creators, <coughs> co-directors and stuff as well. Um <clears throat> They've now got together and they're making a black Af- black samurai <coughs> in Africa named Yasuke. Okay. okay. I'll say it like that, whatever. I guess I don't know how they might break it down in American and stuff or in English. They might say Yasuki, but I say Yasuke. Um, yeah, so I guess you can do that while you're black. Yeah, because, you know, I'm an anime man, so I'm a rock with that. Because I, I, cool, I, I, was, I was thirsty for after they did Afro Samurai. How they never did a whole bunch of trends after that. I was going to actually ask about that. So, okay, so have you seen any, like, premise to it or what it's about? or No, nah, because... Well, well, we just well, know it's a black samurai. Yeah, well, because, you know, like, I want to say LaShawn and stuff, whatever. He's always been behind, like, some of the, the action stuff that popped up in the boondocks. Whatever, right, right, right. right. The, all the, all the, all, all the martial yeah, arts. The martial arts okay, action okay. and stuff, whatever. It's like, it's only time stuff, you, you know, you get his, his teeth sunk into some stuff, whatever. And, like, he, he's always been a fan of anime. That's what he said... That's why he played Death Note in the in the Netflix right. reboot last year, right for twenty seventeen. Right, right. So he's been in that and everything. So he's just itching to get into this whatever. So I want to see the works. They're trying to keep it on the under under wraps, and they just put like the title up and stuff for them in a few places. But I don't know if it's legit. But you can't trust everything you see on the net, though, right? No, nah, you can't. So, you can't really. So we're just, it, it, we're just, it, is is Aaron involved at? At all, or is it just? Um, do you know if Aaron's involved? We don't know as of yet, but he might be. We I don't know because I, I mean, like for the for the relationship that Lashawn and Aaron Magruder yeah. has. Aaron Magruder is the original creator of Boondocks. For those who don't know, so possible. And, uh, you know, I I would I would love to see Aaron involved and kind of bring that. Maybe not entirely bring that that sort of Boondocks twist to it, but. Maybe like a, a a few elements, kind of just you know I don't and I don't know what he would I don't well yeah I, I, w- I want to see Black Samurai again damn it I yeah. just, I want to see like a if they're doing like a full backstory on this dude whatever I want to see all of it what I'm an anime dude and, uh, and, you, and you that's something you anime dude too oh, right? yeah yeah what well, well and my biggest thing was you know 
after the you know the Afro Samurai series after the video game, there was nothing really anything. The drought, man. It, that was that was it, and I was like, with such a uh, a reemergence with anime, mm-hmm. right? You know this whole push for black excellence, this whole push of culture moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yo, know, perfect time to bring back Afro Samurai. You right. know what I mean? You know Samuel Jackson will never lose his touch. Yeah. And that's the when you first said, you know, when you first mentioned this whole black samurai. And granted, I actually thought you were to do this whole thing with um I know within the, the last few days of this whole um Remembrance Day and war stuff, they were yeah. highlighting a lot of black soldiers. Right. And one of the things I did see was an actual uh, thing about a black samurai. Oh. So I thought that's what you were, when you initially brought up the topic, I thought that's what you were going to jump on. But oh, when no, you, I when you, that. But when you're saying this whole thing about... Um, so you bring know, it to me. Yeah, so... And I, I, I just... I, I really glanced upon it because this was something that I heard in the past. So I didn't really pay attention to it when I was scrolling through it. But, I mean, as we know, and as you may not know, black people were around during the Middle Ages mm-hmm. and before the Middle Ages. And the start of time. And during the start of time. Okay. And we were pretty good with traveling about the place. So, you know, places like Europe and Asia, we yeah. We were most likely there. Yeah. So it's not far-fetched to think that, hey, we might have had some black emperors, some black samurais, you know, some black kings, some black princes, some black stuff that may we may have doubt existed because they're not readily represented right. in Hollywood TV and media. But rest assured, we were there. You understand? So right. this story highlights a black samurai, and again, I you know World it's something that yeah, no, I think you know, prior to that. Okay. But um, it's something that I I was privy to before, and uh, my bad. I didn't. I'm, I don't have the knowledge with me because it's something that I didn't expect to bring up. Right. Other than the fact that you're mentioning now that, that this cartoon is coming about with anime. this anime, this anime coming through with this black samurai thing, and even when you said that, my mind instantly jumped, jumped to Afro right. samurai, right? Because I, I, you know, up to a few weeks ago, I was thinking about that. Yeah, because it's in the in the frontal cortex of your brain, man. Because Afro samurai kind of made a a mark, or whatever. So let me ask you something. Another quick question. Yeah. Do you watch anime porn? Um, that's a yes because you hesitated on that shit. And, and I and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. You're gonna say no with a smile. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say no with a smile because I I have okay. Let's put it this way. These I, are my I confessions. Glanced, I glanced upon it, and on and upon glancing upon it. I may stumble across one or two, but, and here's the thing. Here's the thing, people. <laughs> you got a lot of explaining for the Here's the glance. thing, people. Here's the thing, people. <laughs> I didn't realize that 
there's a there's there, and there is a difference between anime and hentai. Hentai. And hentai. Yes. Anime and hentai. You understand? Oh, so you got now. you got you got conscrewed now. Now, okay. All right. now, I gotta hear this story. I was I was chilling with the anime because anime is all about over exaggeration, right. right? Eyeballs, hair, all that. Over it no matter is over exaggeration, right? right? So there's a lot of gratuitous, <clears throat> unnecessary things there. Hentai. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Salute to the otakus hearing this. They're going to be pissed Hen- off. Hentai? For some reason, it's all about aliens <laughs> and tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, them so tentacles imagine. come, they move fast, man. The so tentacles imagine. move fast. So imagine. Imagine. <laughs> imagine. And this is why I, this is what I said. Two or three. Because mm. by the time I hit... The third, the, the, it, it went from anime and into hentai. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what the hell? No! No! Yo. I did not need to see that. Yo. And it's an engraving to your head anytime you see a damn tentacle and anything Dude, anywhere. I'm afraid to touch anything that says anime because I'm I'm feeling I might mistakenly fall into hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Man. I, I see all of that. I watch all of that. I'm an um, animated, but it's just that <clears throat> let me say this. When it comes to the hentai, the hentai chicks and stuff, whatever. I guess they're based on a super fictional thing, whatever. So yeah. you know it all fake and stuff, whatever. But salute to the artists that can draw in detail and stuff, whatever. Because they can draw in detail to make you say like, hmm, you wouldn't mind smashing that? That means they did a good damn job. Let me tell you something. And why is it that every... every Why is it that every chicken hentai... Yeah. Got big ass titties? And a dick. And a dick. Whoa, 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 whoa. Were you watching Kate and Jenna type hentai? Slow down. <laughs> I ain't never watched you. Come on, man. Listen, man. And this is what I'm telling you. I stay away. Nah, this is why I stay away from it. So you're watching chicks with dicks on anime. It, 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 it don't tell you. And you can't, you don't never speak the language. You're looking for the subtitles. So the first thing that comes up is image. I'm like, ah, oh, nah. No, okay, it's not too late. Me. It ain't for me. It's too late to apologize. <laughs> so I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm <laughs> you're, okay. You're good. You're good with the with the categories that I recognize on Pornhub and next videos. <laughs> yeah, yes. you're good. You stay stay in your safe zone. I don't know. What I'm gonna get with anime. <laughs> Too random know. for you. Yeah, okay. It might leap into hentai, and I'm a little I'm a little worried. Yeah. Um. Before we before we close up and everything and stuff, whatever. Um. Somebody came to me and stuff, whatever, through the DM. Um. You will remain anonymous, but I'm glad you're listening, and we thank you for all our, all our supporters. All our supporters, we thank you for it. If you enjoy what we're doing, um, tell a friend, post it on social media. You know, let them let them know we got something good over here. You know, what I mean, something that's uh, intriguing and captivating, and 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 put your mind at and you know what I mean and not only that mm-hmm. listen man 
we're here for you. So if there's anything that, you know, this is, you know, we, we enjoy the feedback first Absolutely. and foremost. And if there's anything that you, you know, you'd like to see that we, 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 we were able to tackle, or you think that we, we might be able to tackle, feel free to, you know, drop us an email and IG and, you know, whatever it is, man. And this is, this is much for y'all as it is for us. And we enjoy doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Any topics and stuff, whatever you guys feel like you're confused about or shy about, don't hesitate to hit us up and stuff, whatever, on on the DM, especially. Yeah. And, and first of all, you were don't think we're going to unconfuse you because that's probably not going to happen. Man. We're just, we're just going to entertain you. We're going to entertain you <laughs> from our POV. From our POV. So person and stuff she hit me up and then <clears throat> so she and she was saying that she felt like she was feeling inadequate and stuff for her, her marks and stuff whatever in life and everything because she said that you know at age 23 she seen herself like graduating from school university at age 25 she probably be you know getting ready to get married at age 27 and stuff whatever get the house with the kids and the, and the picket fence and all that type of stuff yeah and she is now 31, and she's nowhere near those marks. She finished school. She did finish the school aspect and stuff. The so school aspect is out of the way. School aspect is out of the way and stuff for her. But the, the marriage, no. The kids, no. The house, no. She's renting and everything and stuff, whatever. And I told her and stuff, whatever. I told her a few things, and a few suggestions and stuff, whatever. My thing and stuff was like, is it common to have goals and expectations and you don't hit the mark on? Yeah, I I think um I it's it's more common than not. And I I say that with the knowledge of a lot of us a, a lot of us set unrealistic expectations in achieving our goals mm-hmm. you understand and we don't we don't set we don't set markers in in how to measure the progress right you understand so if 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 you don't have markers in place to measure your progress mm-hmm. there's no way of telling how close you are to your goal Fair. Fair, I see it. And without no way of telling how close you are to your goal, mm-hmm. you can't really understand how much more effort that you need to take or you need to put in. For instance, if I'm doing stuff and I'm and I'm measuring my goals and I reach my the halfway point. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And I mark off that goal the halfway part the halfway point. Right, mm-hmm. I now can look at it as there's either two two outcomes I'm looking at it at the, the at this point. I'm either I need to do stuff to to I'm I'm halfway be behind of where I need to be, mm-hmm. or I'm halfway there to where I need to be. That's half glass. That's the glass half empty, half full. Half glass, half empty, half full. Right. Right. But you have that. You have that measuring mark. Right. Right. So now it's up to you to 
it's up to you to decide right at that point you set that marker right mm. so that at that halfway point what was your what was the struggle to, for you to get to that halfway point was it worth the struggle getting to that halfway point mm-hmm. you understand are you willing to sacrifice another half to get to that other part of the goal to get to that goal from that halfway point you understand yeah is it worth you putting towards another half to get to that point mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying so now this becomes this becomes your measuring stick this is the this this is your this is your, either your point of going forward your point of no return or your point of calling it quits because at this halfway point maybe something else has interested you Fair. maybe your goals is maybe not your aspirations it's not the same because you you are not the same because you're not the same right so maybe that other half is now going to become a chore because that's not something that you're no longer interested in something that you're no longer want, willing to pursue but you feel now you have to because you're you've made that halfway point you've already invested that much that much into it mm-hmm. right okay so now so that at that at that point it becomes a decision to you mm-hmm because if you're at that halfway point then you got to believe that you can get to where you you where you, you need to go mm-hmm. you understand it might take a little bit more effort it might take a little bit more know-how it might take a little bit more of this but you you've made it to the halfway point you've put you you told you you're halfway there you said to yourself that you can do it you can do it you understand mm-hmm. now it's just it's now it's taking that and running with it now it's believing that there's nothing else that can be put in front of you that last half that's gonna stop you and running with it and running with it it's those people who see that who can see the end and see that goal in sight run into it and make it and make it and make it you understand so what about the people that can't the people who can't it's a it's it's hard fought to do that little last bit of the journey and everything else becomes easier. I seen somewhere where they said <clears throat> a plan without an execution is merely a hallucination. So I, is it, I mean, I feel like it's part of the execution, like how you, how you go about it. For sure. It's 100, it's 100%. You, you can't have a plan and not execute it. You can't, right. you, you have to, you have to, Execute your plan. No, but he, okay, like even like let's say, like it would, well, we'll go back to this girl's story. Right. If she had these cold, these kind of goals and expectations and stuff, whatever, yeah, pertain to like a guy, right? Whatever, right? For the the husband feature in her dreams, right? And the husband feature, let's say she wanted him tall, dark, and handsome. You know, don't don't underlook us short dudes in the process, but. That whole aspect and stuff that didn't come out to play and stuff, whatever, it was more an execution because if her overall goal was to be with somebody and stuff whatever, that can be with her, ride with her, and be good to her, yeah, she didn't have to look like for a specific type of look or requirement. It didn't have to be a tall, dark, and handsome dude. It could have been a short, white, chubby dude. Right. Right? Right. But it's the main concern and stuff is the execution is that she needs a guy to be from boyfriend to transition to husband 
in that part of her dream. Right. So it's all into her execution on that, is it not? Yeah. Fair. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all on her execution to that point. And, and, and again, I say, you know, it's... It's to set goals. And it's got to really be something that you really dream, you, you really dream on doing. Because it's to, in order for it to manifest, it's going to take a lot of, it's going to take a lot of you, of a lot of you putting yourself into whatever it is that you want to manifest. Mm-hmm. You, you understand? Like, for instance, one of the expressions in the entertainment business is paying your dues. Okay. Right? Right. Meaning that you want to you, you wanna be on the big world tour? Well, first you got to do the little chitlin circuit. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. You got to be willing to put in your work and do the little, do the little chitlin circuit and rec- be recognized in the little chitlin circuit. Mm-hmm. Before you can be drafted to do the world tour, right? Mm-hmm. So, and anything that you, and anything that I mean, we 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 start off the podcast to talk about, and anything you choose to do, you have to put the groundwork in doing it. Absolutely, right? And then putting in groundwork in doing it, you gotta have to, you gotta set yourself a certain amount of amount of goals. To see at least a progress. Not only to see a progress. Yeah, yeah, that's right. To almost kind of see, okay, well, you know what? This is, it's, it's leading in a certain direction. Right. Look at us, right? Right. Podcast. We say, okay, that's important. We, we, we want to record a podcast, right? Right. A um, few weeks go by. We, we don't mention anything because we're doing some other stuff. Yeah. You understand? But we know that we want to do it. So I go away f- to the UK. I come back. You hit me up. Hey, what's going on with podcast? Yeah. I said, okay. All right. It's, my, my, it's now back in my mind. Okay. It's serious. It's something that we, we, we've set our minds to do. It's not all in the execution, right? We don't know how it's going to turn out. Right. But we have set markers. Right. We don't know how it's going to turn out. We don't know what's going to, what it's, what it's going to be about. What is we have, we have ideas. Right. 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 But, but we don't know. Right. Right. We know though, as soon as we do episode one, we're now a podcast because we're podcast. That step is accomplished. That's accomplished. Right. We're now, that's something we can measure. Right. That's a goal right there. Oh, you want to be a podcaster? Why well, we? How are you gonna be a podcaster and you know, have nothing to podcast? Oh, we have an episode. So that one episode, it may be one episode, but that makes us podcasters, podcasters. right? Right? Right. See, so now we're saying to ourselves, well, yeah, well, man, we got one episode up there. We're podcasters. How consistent are we gonna be? Right? Right. Okay. Well, then we're five episodes in. Shit, we did five episodes. We've that's a mark. That's a mark. We're five episodes in. Now we know we have we can be consistent. We can deliver stuff. Consistency is the key. Consistency consistency is the the key, right? Right. So now we're thinking to ourselves, well, we have five episodes in that people are are, are now can tune in and listen to. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't stop now because as they listen to those five episodes, 
They're going to want more. They're going to want more. Right. So now we know we have an audience. Now we know our next goal is to prepare more material for the audience. Correct. Right? This is the next step to the goal. We bypassed the, having a podcast. Right. That goal was accomplished. Goal we had the podcast. Right? right. So now the next step is, well, we got to provide content for a viewing audience. Right? So right. we provide content for a viewing audience. Right? Right. That's, that's the key. So then now the next step of is, is, well, now we need more people to view the content that we got people viewing. So now the next set of goals becomes growing that podcast. Mm. You understand? Yeah. But we know we know the we know the overall goal. We, what we have in mind is to have a successful podcast. The end goal is to have a successful podcast. Absolutely. But everything leading up to that point is steps, it's steps that we can look at and measure. Okay, we tick this off. We tick this off. We tick that. Because if we never started with that first podcast. We can't look at ourselves saying, well, we want to have a successful podcast. We ain't, know what to, we ain't even do a podcast. How we right, can look to have a successful that, that, podcast? That'd be just an expectation. You know what I mean? Just be an expectation. Five podcasts in, we, we even say, we, after the first podcast, we just say to ourselves, we need a successful podcast. Well, how are we going to say to ourselves, we're going to have a successful podcast when we only have one episode? True. So now five episodes in, we're getting feedback for the five episodes. We're saying to ourselves, hey. We have a pod- We can do a podcast. We can do. We have enough to say that people are listening to right. it. So let's continue because we have an audience. Right. You understand? So each step is a measuring to that success. You understand? Now, right. if we had never got no feedback from the first, the first five episodes, we'd probably been like, maybe we need to rethink this. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not something. Or even if we did not get the feedback, maybe it was just too kind. Time consuming. Maybe, maybe there's something in the in it that we we couldn't do, we couldn't feel. But no, we've experienced it. We say no, we can do it. So it's now it's worth carrying on. It could have went the other way where we can oh, say, yeah, you know, went south. So listen, nah, nah, that's not gonna work. Let's yeah, you got up. your shit to do. I yeah, got my yeah, shit let's to try do. Something let's else. Call it a, yeah. You understand? But it works. Right. You understand? So that's a that's our measuring stick to say, okay, we can continue. Mm. You understand? So. I, I, and I've been in situations where, I, where I've tried stuff and the measuring stick doesn't measure up and I just can't it. Well, I mean, because you're in the music industry too, well, right? Th- there it is. You understand? So, and, and that's part of, I, I think a big part of that is knowing yourself and knowing how far you're willing to extend yourself and what, your, what the outcome is going to be for whatever you put yourself forward to. Yeah, that's realistic. You know what I mean? You, and you have to have that type of mind frame. Because I have a lot of friends who've you know, started stuff that they never probably should have started, but they never thought it through. They just started it with the sake of starting it. Yeah. You understand? But just never really thought it through. So when the first, type, when the first hardship hits them, they, they fold. You know yeah. what I mean? They fold. It's that much quicker than anything else because they've never prepared for that. They never look down the line and say, yo, this might hit us. That might hit us. This might be a setback. That might be a setback. Mm-hmm. You understand? Whereas if you're truly in it to win it, you've studied all of that. You've prepared yourself for all of that. Absolutely. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Well, that's it. You understand? Mm-hmm. And not saying that, I, I mean, I don't know the extent of, of your, your friend and your how your friend planned for that situation. Right. But maybe it's just... Maybe it's a situation where, you know what I mean? It, it's not re- it wasn't really, f- 
it wasn't really for you. And because it's not really for you, whatever efforts that you put forward may not become may not be fruitful. Mm-hmm. You understand from that perspective, right? And you, you know what? At the end of the day, it might just be intuition telling you to say, "Listen, this is not it. Back away from it." You understand? And you can't look at it as you know. The only times that I look at situations like that as a defeat. Mm-hmm. Is if you never gave your all, but you still have to, to get blame to blame to get that desired outcome that you should have gotten. If you've given your all and it it didn't work, then chances are it's not it wasn't for, for you to begin with, or it wasn't for you to wrap your mind around. I don't believe in win or losing anymore. Mm. I believe in win and learn. That's the only L I'm taking. Yeah, because my thing itself is that if you don't win. You learn from the experience. You, you learn, learn from the of, process. Oh, 100%. So that's my thing and stuff, whatever. You 100%. win and you learn, right? So if you give it your all and you didn't win, you learn something dramatically and stuff in the process. You, you've you learned something in the progress. Mm-hmm. You've, you, you've learned something that you could apply to anything, you know, to anything. other things. And to other, other things. things. Exactly. So, and, and, and I think, you know, for the most part, we look at the, it's, it's, I guess it's human nature to look at the, the disappointment as a disappointment and not look at it as what do you take from that, from what, what do you take from that disappointment? Because I'm pretty sure there's pluses where she could take mm-hmm. from, you know, that whole situation if she really, if she really thinks about it. Mm-hmm. And then it's taking it's taking those pluses and applying it. And it's not to say that you 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 can you. It's not to say that you can't revisit your dreams. Right. Maybe it's just not that time. time. Maybe, maybe it's not the time, time. for your dreams yeah. to be manifest. So you can always revisit them. Don't know. Don't ever think that you, you. It's it's whatever's done. It's done for. No no no. Forever. No. It could just be done for that moment. That moment. Yeah. It'll be coming back. Of course. I'm about to bring back Freaknik. No, well, there Shake you go. with your mama gay. Yeah. yeah. And this time it's gonna be even better because you're gonna have the Freaknik app. Oh, boom! We're gonna be part of the app. We will institute the free nick on top of the app. Boom! That will screen for disgusting perverts at the free nick, and will allow you to um uh, verify age, and then get the consent all going in the one app. And if free like, nick special, with little hentai artwork to enter you in. <laughs> <laughs> But no hentai. <laughs> no, <laughs> no hentai. Okay, we we coming to that that end and closer area, whatever, with the questions. It's been a it's been a nice day, nice day. Um so the question the question that I had and stuff, whatever for you, and for all the listeners out there on the Particle Sons, is do you wish you would have knew something sooner? And you did like I, for me, hmm. I feel like certain relationships, like women that I've dated, yeah, I wish I'd learned certain things and stuff, whatever. Like specifically about like, I want to say you're supposed to learn something from everybody you meet. Yeah, and I feel like there's certain women and stuff, whatever that, or certain women that I've dated, I didn't learn anything from. I just felt like it was kind of a waste of space. And I remember there was an older lady and stuff I, I spoke to one day, and she told me she said. If you don't see yourself going to city hall with the girl, you're wasting your time. And those girls, I mean, like, yeah, aesthetically, the looks was there. Yeah. But everything else, stuff, whatever, was kind of like, why am I here? When I guess when, 
when the nut is done. So that's just me, though. I think that that's a lot of male thinking once the nut is done. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, I mean, some of you guys did this, and I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. I'm a married man. Yeah, mostly single men are probably gonna hate me for this, the divulging the secrets. But listen, at a certain age, once the nut is done, we lying in the bed wondering what the hell we 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 doing. What are we lying in here? Yeah, I mean, try to pull a coyote, chew your arm off, and be yeah, out. I'd be out. But uh, that you know, it's it it's an interesting, it's an interesting take. You, like, you, you know, my questions ain't light. You know they ain't light. Well, I'm trying to think of what do I wish I learned earlier, and to be one hundred percent honest with you. It wouldn't be anything relationship-wise. It would be more financial. Mm. For me personally. Well, yeah. I think, you know, knowing what I know now, if I had known that, let's let's say in the age of 19... You say 19... If you knew Google was going to pop, you would have invested in Google. If I knew a lot of things was going to pop, I would have been invested in it. But even from the simple standpoint of, you know, not defaulting on my, uh, you know, on on my phone bill or anything. Anything like that that would put a hamper... On your credit? On my credit. Because I tell you, between the ages of, you know, 19 and 27, my credit was fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and and it caused a lot of caused a lot of issues in my late twenties trying to trying to get things done. And then by the time I was in, you know, by the time I did get myself solid back on my feet mm-hmm. and, you know, heading into my thirties, it was a lot of finances wasted to get myself back on my feet. That now could have been, I could have been in my thirties using to my advantage and, and 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 investing in that sort of. Thing. Yeah, you understand. So a lot of, a lot of my financial knowledge I didn't gain until till later on in life. Mm-hmm. And you know, granted, it's a, you know, it I, I learned it in time to put certain things in place. Mm-hmm. But then I always say to myself, what if I had this knowledge? earlier like like mad early when i was you know what i mean like night like again 19 because you know the, the thing of the amount of stuff that you you know you 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 lay waste your money to right you burned out that you didn't need to that you didn't yeah. need to you That's know what i mean if you, if you had that certain amount of knowledge you just you you wouldn't i nothing that's probably one of the big things somebody would would have wished like right now you know the whole thing is Teach kids how to be entrepreneurs in school, in high school. Right. You understand? Because that's knowledge. Teach kids about taxes in high school. Because that's knowledge that you need coming out of high school. Even yeah. before you do anything else, it affects you. They're not going to do that. Uh, I always tell well, them. We, well, we spoke we, we, about we spoke this. About you understand? That. They yeah. need factory, factory workers. Factory workers, right. And they need, they need leaders of those factory yeah. workers. That's why education up until college is free, free for the factory workers. And anybody who wants to be above a factory worker has to pay, pay for that knowledge. Them. Exactly. You understand? So yeah, we know we know what it is. You understand? So for me, for me, that's what it would be for 
for me going back if you know if i wish there was any type of knowledge that i would have gained you know earlier in life mm-hmm. it would be how to have success with finances and how to how to position myself better mm-hmm. you know but you know i signs a bitch <laughs> and she dates if you're lucky valid i'm good for today man I'm good for today, good bro. For today. I just want to say it was good. Final. Oh, R.I.P. Um, Stanley. Yeah, I was about to say, you know what I mean? Um, real quick before we go, and we don't have to do a, a specific episode. We touched about, on, uh, we, you know what? We go, we'll do a an anime. Um, hentai. Hentai. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll touch upon hentai. Um, we won't touch upon hentai, but we'll touch upon hentai. And comics. Hentai, comics, cartoons, and all of that because that's uh, that's pretty much our background, how we grew up. Most definitely. Um, we both enjoyed drawing, yes. you know, in that aspect, you know what I mean? And, uh, it was a big part of our childhood. And Stan Lee and Marvel Comics was a big part of that childhood. Absolutely. So I think, you know, we, we'll do a dedication. We'll do, uh, you know, a, a good portion of it on Stan Lee and the Marvel Empire, the universe. And, you know, and then just a general overall cartoon, anime, hentai, hentai. experience all together. You want a woman anime in the streets, hentai in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. Peace. Peace and no tentacles. <laughs> the Particle Sons.